hello and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen and I'm the Dungeon Master of this ragtag group of heroes and adventurers. Hi everybody, I'm Claire. I'm playing Mira, who's a dragonborn sorcerer, half-red dragon, half-silver dragon. Uh, originally was a bit of a politician and now has joined the adventuring life probably to a greater extent than she ever expected. Hi everyone, I'm Michael. I'm playing Lockie Hobbs, a Warforged Artificer. Uh, originally was part of a flying castle, but have since left and resumed an adventure with my friends. Uh, cool. Um, hey guys, I'm Jared and I play the character of Jin. He is a level 6 lore bard and a level 2 hexblade warlock. Uh, I'm currently an associate and ally of the Tempest Guild, and I'm helping them in their goal of stopping the Queen of Dragons, Tiamat. Hello, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Shama, the Yuan T. Sorlock, um, who is traveling with the Tempest Adventuring Guild, trying to find the other half of her soul, who is hiding somewhere away, far from reach. Hi guys, I'm Matt, uh, playing Yerda, the uh, sneaky wood elf ranger and rogue, who, after a tragic uh, incident in the jungle with his previous expedition, has now joined up with this lovely ragtag group of adventurers and is uh, looking to see what happens next. Hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome back to the Lost Archives, everybody. My name's Owen. I'm the dungeon master of this ragtag group of heroes and adventurers. We have joining us back again tonight, Ali, back from the dead. And on the third day, she rose from her tomb. Uh, and she has returned to like us that. once more. And the reincarnation has stripped her hair of all its color. Thank you, Mom. That's it. And rejoining us again is our lovely, lovely guest character, Raph, who's playing the character of Shivers. I should say guest guest Raph, who's Hello. playing the character of Shivers, not Shivers playing the guest character of Raph. That would be a very, very I extreme. Mean, it does get a bit that way during the game sometimes. <laughs> and I respect that. I respect that. Um, well, hey, welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, very excited to be jumping back into our D&D campaign. Oh, sorry, one last thing. Jared's camera is not working tonight. He's um, he's in a location where his camera is non-functional, but his audio is still working. Jared, say hi for us. Hello there. It is working. Okay, cool. Just checking. <laughs> Just making sure. Oh, God. You go. Sorry, what was that? No, I just said thank God. Thank God, yeah, exactly right. Praise be to Bahamut, who has blessed us this day with platinum, platinum levels of, uh, of audio streaming, um, which is what we need <laughs> most of all. Um, thank you, everybody, who came and joined us for the various YouTube shorts and has been checking out the YouTube shorts that I've been posting. I've uh, I've just sort of discovered them in the last like week or so. So I've been getting little like fun clips from the campaign, from this one, from the Avatar one, and just chucking them up on YouTube shorts. Um, thank you, everybody, who's been... Uh, hitting that like button and for for checking those out and subscribing as a result of those. If there's any moments from the previous sessions that you think are particularly funny, use the YouTube comments to timestamp them for me and I can turn them into a short. And I will credit you as a hashtag, the person who gave me the the information for the short. I'll chuck you in the description. So thank you as a a shout out for for drawing my attention to that location. also, thank you everybody who's been checking out the uh, Submerged Hidden Depths gameplay on YouTube. I had a lot of fun playing that game, and now I've been playing through The Wandering Village. I think we're up to episode three or four currently on YouTube. A couple more of those to go before we reach the end of the early access of that game. So yeah, make sure you check that out if you enjoy it. Um, and I've got some more surprises coming to YouTube in the next couple of days, so stay tuned for a very special Sims 4 episode um, where I show you how to make... Uh, inordinate amounts of money 
by doing absolutely nothing. Uh, literally clicking your fingers and making money grow on trees. Infinite trees and infinite money. Uh, it, that's, I, that's how I like to live my life. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. Definitely not by Control-Shift-C. No, not using Control-Shift-C, using only <laughs> in-game mechanics. No cheating. I, I use no cheating at all. I use only yeah. the in-game mechanics of Sims. To... You remember old Rosebud, though? Rosebud, yeah, and Mother Lode. <laughs> Good old Rosebud. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, this, this, method, this method uses nothing but the ability to cast spells, which is one of the DLC packs, the Realm of Magic. One of those spells is a spell called Copy Pasto. I see if you can figure out what it does from the name. I know it's a tricky one. <laughs> and, um, and one of the aspirations that you can get, which gets you points, you can use those points to purchase money trees. Now, wouldn't it be spicy if you could use that copy pasto spell on a money tree and you could make infinite money trees? Wouldn't that be spicy? But the Sims wouldn't allow that sort of thing, would they? I know, that's exactly, that's exactly what they've done. That's that. exactly what they've done. That's exactly Far what they've done. Yes. <laughs> Perfectly Amazing. Balanced. So yeah, um, I, I take you through how to do that and also show how much money you can make. I think I had it down to 200k in a 20 second time period by the end of it. So it's, uh, it's a refined method. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, wouldn't that be great if it's actually how life worked uh, yeah. <laughs> in the real world? Wouldn't that be nice? Just, um, I'd love that. Yeah, it'd be great. We'd all love that. Um, yeah, I should say, it, I'm pretty sure it does. Exactly. It got to the point where I, I was paying a gardener $164 to look after all of my money trees, and I was making $200,000 every time the gardener finished, and I was paying them $150, $160, and being like, thank you. Thank you for your service. That's too like, real, that, that's, that's too real, man. I was going to say, Raph, any comments? Too real. As a gardener, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, um, stay tuned for that very spicy episode. It's just a bit of fun. Um, if you like that sort of stuff, me finding exploits in games, let me know because I'm happy to happy to keep making them. I, I, I enjoy finding exploits and making fun of them. And it's a nice change of pace from the normal horrifying game-breaking glitches I normally stumble across when I'm trying to do a serious, like, in-depth review or playthrough of a game. Um, I think that's, that's everything from me. Any other fun news to share from anybody else? Anything fun to share for the week? Ali's back, obviously. Ali's had a bit of time off. Yay. Looking rested. Fine Ranger 2 is very fun. Can yes. recommend. Yes. Still early access, but still fun. Definitely have to check that out. And now, uh, has everyone been watching The Rings of Power? No, still haven't. Uh, I haven't watched episode six yet, but I hear it's a banger. Oh wow! So the ending, the ending, like that. ten minutes. Woof, woof. Just woof. Hey, it's amazing. Oh, oh it oh, hits. Okay. It hits. Yeah. Because I gotta say, it's a, it's a bit of a slow burn. It's a bit of a slow burn. Mm. It's building. I don't mind it. It reminds me of the early seasons of Game of Thrones. So I am actually quite happy. Yeah. With it. Although I have to say, I'm I'm way more hyped for the third season of Witcher. Because yeah. I love the Witcher. I love the Witcher. So yes. I'm so happy. I, mean, I, I, gotta, I gotta say, House of the Dragons is pretty good as well. I'm enjoying that at the moment. I haven't yeah, brought myself I'm, around to I watching think it yet. I episode four or five into that one. Yeah. It's a lot yeah, of fun. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. I'll mm. check it out. I just I mean, was so burnt because... by seasons seven and eight of Game of Thrones. Well, you, you just gotta think, they've got different showrunners. Yep. And it's a complete story. So it's not like it's going to just teeter out into war. It's, it's different showrunners, complete story. And it's got yeah. Matt Smith as well. And I think it's got David Tennant's son in it as well. So I, don't know if any, son I don't know if he's any good. Really? I, like, and, I like David Tennant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a bit of a... He's, he's, he, I'm sure he's a great actor, but his character is like... Yeah, a bit of a... Yeah, a bit of a fun time. Um, but yeah, Matt Smith <laughs> is in it as well. He plays a pretty major character. Um, yes. And it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. All right, all right. I'll check it out. I've been I've been burned by season Plus, seven and eight Game of Thrones. So I have to dragons. <laughs> I do like dragons. I hear the dragons. Wyverns. Yeah, technically wyverns. Technically wyverns. Yep. Technically wyverns. But 
Very fun. The not even technically blatantly so wyverns. Cool. I'd say I'd say blatantly. obviously wyverns. Stop calling them dragons. House of Wyvern. Fully, fully agree. That same ring to it. it exactly. I think House <laughs> of the Wyvern has. I think House of the Wyvern sounds way better. I could be. I'm that biased. Good, I came up with it, so I'm biased. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, just admit, I'm very proud of it. Um, right. Let me do a quick recap, and we will jump into the story. And we're going to have to spend a bit of time catching Shana up to speed because obviously she's been absent for the last few sessions. <clears throat> The Tempest Adventuring Guild, a group of mercenaries, explorers, and adventurers, has been working to thwart the machinations of a group known as the Order of the Dragon. This cult has been amassing power, wealth, and knowledge in an attempt to perform a ritual which would bring a dark draconic god, Tiamat, back into the world. Our story has been following the escapades of some of the members of this group, Mira, Jin, Loki, Yervath, and Shana, who have now journeyed from Chiari to a tower located on a tiny island deep in the Shattered Isles south of Oshia. Shivers, a tabaxi priest of Moors Sacris, a religion heavily tied to necromancy, has approached the party as a messenger, bringing news of a deal. Shivers and his master depths had been hired by the cult to investigate the blue dragon mask, to uncover all its powers and effects. However, Iskander, a dragonborn lieutenant in the cult, has been poisoned, and only through the quick actions of Shivers is his life spared. Iskander, realising his life is in danger, a number of other high-ranking cult members have recently died or vanished mysteriously, decides to betray the cult. Shivers is sent to find the Tempest Guild and bring them to Zonthal's tower. In return for saving his life, Iskander has promised them the Dragon Mask. Despite some initial reservations, the party soon realised Shivers was likely not capable of the level of deception required to orchestrate these events as a trap, and decide to trust him, investigate. We last left off. As the airship approached the island, a large hedge maze surrounding a large tower overlooking the white cliffs above the sea. The party journeyed through the dark and ever-changing magical hedge maze, arriving at the base of the tower and discovering that access inside was only permitted through the use of teleportation. Luckily, Shivers brought the group to meet his master Depths in an old ruined bedroom where he and his master had been originally examining the mask. Depths wasn't able to provide the party with much interesting information, much news, but did kind of send them off on a vague direction of where to go next. As the party tried out the teleportation circles and pressed the flame sigil, they arrived in a large open dining room and were immediately ambushed by a number of cultists arrayed around the central cooking spit. We finished the session last time just as the party were victorious, able to finally defeat the last of these cultists, cutting them down where they stand, burning them with flame and ice. But we're not going to jump in with the party. We're going to jump back in time. Shana, you are still on the airship. Having received your instructions from your warlock patron, Varus Nightshade, you know that you need to take this gemstone, this moonstone, and place it on the forehead center of the forehead of one of the wizards that operates in this tower which wizard you don't know instructions were any wizard you could find Jin spent a bit of time before the so after after the rest of the party left Jin spent a bit of time with you just checking in making sure you were ready to go checking his pack and then he too set off for the tower you have spent this time thinking meditating and I suppose reflecting on what your task is ahead is there anything else that Shana would have been doing during this time of solitude? It's her usual obsessively checking that the um, uh, the device is still in the engine room. <laughs> Other than that, not really. Fair enough. You, you check once more, still present. No 
changes, no um, openings or disturbances to the locked lead box that contains the uh, temporal core that is being kept safe there, the Nexal node. Oh, there was one thing I forgot to mention. <laughs> Just before Jared left, you had been enjoying a few sips of a flask. This flask had been uh, swapped out. Originally it contained water, but you, while you were at the estate of Bacchus, you had exchanged it for some of Bacchus's finest wines, noticing an opportunity to quickly get some of Bacchus's uh, best brews for the road. And we left off last session as you were a little bit tipsy as a result of Bacchus's brew and Leosin sort of looking after you as uh, as Jin took off to go meet up with the others. Um, Shana, as you're sort of like sitting there, sort of like feeling feeling very buzzy, feeling very good, Leosin comes back down having just said goodbye to Jin and sent him on his way. Uh, Shana, um, did you... Did you want to catch up to Jin, or did you? You probably need a few moments to sober up. Could I? Could I get you some water or something to help? And I might take that flask off you if I'm just going to take that flask. Off. It, yeah, yep, uh, yeah, no, that this is maybe not a great idea. Um, oh, okay, actually, can we? Uh, do you have a, a water flask at all? Uh, uh, yes, that's really stronger than I thought it was going to be. I think. Yes, this this smells like fortified wine. Um, you do know how they fortify wine, right? They normally mix spirits with it. Huh. <laughs> I'll, I'll get you some water. Stay, yeah. stay tight. Leo yeah. sort of runs yeah. off down the corridor, right. comes back with a large wooden mug full of water and hands it to you. I want you to drink all of this, okay? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> she chugs back the water. Yeah, as you, as you down the water, the cold, crisp, clean water of pushing through kind of wakens you up a bit and makes you feel quite refreshed and as you sort of shake off the effects of the alcohol you find the water doing doing you the world of good you, you immediately start to feel quite a bit better right so um yeah that's where uh that that way uh yes uh, yes uh, yes come i'll take you up to the deck of the ship uh, and Leosin begins leading you up the, the narrow staircase towards the, the top of the uh, the top of the ship, the top deck. As you guys come out onto the deck, though, you see Griswold sort of sitting on the edge of a barrel, humming away this tiny gnome with this large grey moustache, massive crazy hair slicked back, sort of forming almost like a conical uh, streak of, of grey hair, uh, sitting on the deck of the ship, tinkering with what looks to be some sort of strange mechanism. And as you walk past, he goes, Oh, shut up! I believe the rest of the crew have left you behind. Did you want to catch up with them? Uh, if I can, if I can, um, see, yeah, maybe. I've been working on this experimental technology. I, you know Lockie's core, this section inside of him. I believe the power could be useful to uh, act as a, a, a waypoint for some sort of teleportation magic. Uh, you aren't fully attached to all of your limbs, are you? I'm not the ones I have left, I am. Well, if you had to lose a finger or two, you wouldn't be too upset, would you? Uh, are there any other options? Well, I mean, you can just go through the maze yourself if you want to catch up. I understand there was a bit of a, a bit of a hedge maze there, but I just thought if you wanted to get there quicker, I could give this a go. I've 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 had one or two attempts uh, with another section of the ship, and um, well, look, I've learned a lot. Let me put it that way. <laughs> I don't think I have a lot of choice in this matter. <laughs> you don't have to. I'm just offering right. as, an, as an option. You're welcome to just uh, head yourself in if you want. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll trust you. Mostly. 
Alrighty, what I want you to do, grasp hold of this electrum rod, and when I say go, turn it three paces counterclockwise. You'll feel three clicks as it goes into place. Counterclockwise, okay? Three clicks counterclockwise. Yes, very good. Um, Leosin, you might want to take a step back there. A bit further, Leosin. No, 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 much further. No, no, keep walking backwards. Yes, that's great. Uh, you watch as the rest of the crew back away like 20 or so paces. Leosin sort of looks and goes, should we be doing this on the deck of the ship? Maybe she should stand on the on the cliffs? Oh, yes, excellent. Capital idea, yes. We wouldn't want to damage the ship. Uh, Shana, if you could just step up onto the cliffs there for a moment. <laughs> if you could slither <laughs> off the ship, please, and just onto the onto the section of grass over there, that'd be much, that'd, that'd be very, very convenient. Thank you. Yeah, Shani, sort of wriggle on over yep. to the cliffs. <laughs> um, as you do so, you notice the airship engine start up, and Leosin begins moving the airship a little bit back away from the edge of the cliff. <laughs> it's nothing personal, I just, um... You'll be fine, Shana, good luck! As he puts a big thumbs up. Alright, Shana, are you ready? On the count as of ready three. as I'm never gonna be. Well, that's good to hear. On the count of three. One, two, go. And you turn three clicks counterclockwise. The electrum rod splits into a thousand pieces of tiny metal that begin spinning around you. And as they start falling to the ground, you watch as they take the shape of arcane runes, forming a teleportation circle around you out of shards of metal, forming the runes, forming the circle, before igniting with this purple-orange power. You watch as this light begins shining from the ground below you, and with a sudden you feel yourself being pulled yanked as if uh, thoroughly sort of grabbed around the midriff and, and pulled sideways. As you feel this moment of weightlessness and then gravity coming back in, you suddenly find yourself dropping to the ground, slamming to the ground outside a large tower. You can see hedge all around you, this hedge maze all around you, and before you, the large stone walls of the tower rising in front of you. And the very center of the area where you're landing is a teleportation circle carved into the rock itself. Gold copper glyphs etched in. And you can also see in front of you a series of glyphs, a glyphs marking various different shapes. Uh, you can see a chair, an upside down letter L, a rectangle, a flame, a star, a square, an hourglass, and a triangle facing towards the right, an equilateral triangle. And, and she looks see. around, there's no one else around? No one around you. Large um, hedges, uh, this sort of like densely packed foliage rising all around you. And as you turn around and look behind you, you can see a sundial about sort of 20, 30 paces behind you. Uh, and then 20, 30 paces away from that looks to be the entrance of the maze. It looks like whatever was attempted to do what, what Griswold tried to attempt to do to teleport you straight to Loki hasn't quite worked and you've instead arrived at the foot of the tower just outside at, a, at an already existing teleportation circle are there any like doors to the tower or anything or is it, like just sealed ass no doors tower? the tower is fully sealed um, weathered rock covered with moss and lichen all around the only thing in front of you is this teleportation circle and the sigils um, visible now, now sort of shining and glowing very faintly on the rock um, behind you, as if as if reactivated by this sudden surge of energy. I think I might take a look at the um, those sigils, like a little bit of a closer look and sort of stuff, yeah. and um, 
she is just going to take wild guesses in the dark on what any of them mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, probably some kind of inn. I don't think they would have gone there. Uh, right-facing triangle. I mean, maybe the right-facing triangle, is it pointing to the tower? Uh, so that it's... No. So that the rock itself is, is in front of you, in front of the tower. So as you look at it, it's pointing to the right. So probably back towards the airship, to be honest. Don't want to go that way. Um, you're, you're approaching right, this very logically. Going... These guys didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's she's looking at all these symbols, and like the only one that seems to have a like be like an actual sort of symbol symbol that like has alternative meaning generally would be the fire one. And so, uh, why not? Dragon themed campaign. Let's push the fire one. Fantastic. As you press the symbol like a fire, again, the light of the teleportation circle rises around you and you feel yourself being suddenly pulled and moved. The rest of the crew, as you guys are sort of just recovering from this combat, the teleportation circle behind you lights up and you see this sudden movement behind you as this blinding light appears and Shana appears stand... I was going to say standing. Shana appears uh, on the teleportation circle, uh, sort of tail coiled up around her, looking a bit sort of startled. Yeah, Ah, so good of you to join us, Shana. Bit late, but... Bit late, yes. How did you get here? There's a what bit of a say, track. Shana, in front of you, this is what you see. A large <laughs> fireplace in the centre of the room, um, two-thirds of the skeleton of an adult dragon laid out on the floor, curled around the fireplace, but some of the larger bones have been scattered. And amongst those bones, and partly in the fire, you see a number of bodies. Uh, what looks to be six bodies of humanoids in these red-black cloaks scattered around the room. Oh, and also accompanying, uh, <laughs> accompanying shivers is the corpse... Of, an, yeah. of this, like, this like partially mummified corpse of what looks to be maybe some sort of woman. A what? Sorry. Some sort of woman. Partially oh, mummified corpse. Oh, like, wombat. I was like, what? A wombat. Yeah, <laughs> partially mummified like, corpse. Why is there a mummified wombat? Of a wombat. Yeah. Incredible. Not yet. I was, um, and, and she, actually the first thing she does is check to see if she still has all of her fingers. <laughs> you look, all of your fingers seem yep. to be intact. Oh no, your legs! Oh, sorry. Still gone. Still gone. Yeah, um, yeah, guy, so if rude. Griswold asked you uh, if you want to use a teleporter, the answer is a solid maybe. Uh, Leosin uh. backed the ship up a lot before. Before I Last time I saw you, you were keeling over with, well, you were very drunk. You look a lot better. And you could say I was legless. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the um, turns out the wine I quite was fortified and significantly stronger than expected. But you bounce back so quickly. That is right? quite interesting. Suspiciously quickly. I mean, Maybe it's just a second wind, Jenny. Or a creature with a very heavy resistance to poison, perhaps. Oh, yeah. True. That there would also do it. It's part snake. That makes sense. Everyone well, knows that snakes deal with alcohol very well. 
Well, there is a reason she's a business tech after all. That's right. She's going to be able to handle a drink. That's it, that's it. <laughs> mm. uh, did I miss much? I... Oh, no. You didn't miss anything. You were just standing there with, like, this uh, two-thirds of a dragon body <laughs> just behind him. Dead bodies everywhere. Like, ah, it's the same. Still you know, you know us. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, like he's just slowly feeding a body into the flames. <laughs> <laughs> this is a completely normal uh, Thursday. <laughs> well, look, admittedly, they did start it at first. They cast spells before us, so... It's true, they did. Mm. What were I they mean... doing with the body of this dragon, I wonder? Oh, so you guys didn't kill the dragon? No, no, no. Just the other bodies. No, the dragon was already really... like this. I did sort of control some of the bones, but... <sighs> yeah, actually, actually, you would still have control of the bones. There's all these tiny bones still dancing around, moving in the air, floating. The bones that are left... Yeah. Uh, it says in my animate corpse spell that it just has to be either bones or a body. Yes, animate oh, no. dead, let's have a look. Animate you think dragon. I'm thinking, <laughs> medium or small humanoid. It says medium or small oh, humanoid. Uh, Very clearly. Sorry. But with the bones that are missing, would that bring it down to a medium? Uh, so, so you're going to try and assemble a humanoid shape out of various bones from a dragon. Is that what I'm understanding here? Ah, uh, sure. Okay. Um, dragon head, little legs. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say now that you you know that the way the bones are going to fit together, it's not going to quite work without some sort of... Um, you're going to need to find some way to bind the bones together because normally when you bring things back to life and the bones already slot and fit together, there's... Um, I believe they're called... Is it osseries the, or osses? The, the dips in bones that allow them to interconnect. Fosses. Fosses, thank you. Oh my God, well done. The fosses that allow um, the bones to interconnect. And then I believe also the attachment points for ligaments and tendons also. No, not tendons, just ligaments. Also attach around those areas, around the heads of bones, around those fosses. So you're going to have to find some sort of artificial way to do that. Claire, how am I doing? Is that right? <laughs> no, I don't think it is though. You're looking like it's not. Is that not right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I want, I want to see this reconstruction. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you're going to need something to take the place of the, the naturally occurring substances. Maybe some sort of, maybe if you could make some leather straps to attach them, but it's, this is going to be hard work. You're going to need to sit down and spend a fair bit of time to make these bones suitable uh, to be able to raise them as a, as a humanoid. Yeah. I also don't think that... Yeah, I don't think Shivers would do that. He's not going to try and pull apart this corpse to make a different corpse. That's not his dealio. Yeah, it doesn't sound quite right. It doesn't sound very respectful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Can we nonetheless investigate the corpse and see Mm. what they were doing to it? Was there tools on it? Yeah. Actually, you know what? Let the ranger do it. I'm just going (laughs) to... Why would a ranger be good at this? Um, yeah, go on. Do you have a thing if you want to make a nature or investigation or I will help. check? I will okay, help. I will, nice. I will definitely help. use the nature check. Alrighty, nature check it is. Natural 20. 28. Yes! Yeah, and then a natural one. 
Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> but that's about an, uh, advantage. Still a nine. Get that um, one out. Get that one out of the way. Just chuck it in the bin. It's done. Uh, Yerveth, as oh. you look over the corpse of the dragon, you can see that, yeah, the bones are, are disconnected. They're placed roughly, and the front limbs of this creature are actually missing. Um, the skeleton itself seems to have been very deliberately cleaned and maintained. You get the sense looking over this that because you've heard a little bit about the cult's history and this this knowledge that comes back to you, you know that before the most recent leader of the cult, before Severin took control, the cult were interested in raising Dracoliches, which are undead dragons, and they would yeah. bring Dracoliches to life and control them. Dragons saw this as an abomination. Obviously, most people saw this as an abomination, but this looks like maybe ties back to the cult's history. You don't think they're, they're trying to make a Dracolich now, but maybe this body or this this skeleton is left over from that time. Um, and looks like maybe some souvenirs might have been taken. The claws, you know that dragon claws could be sold for a high price. The fact that the front mm. limbs are missing and the teeth as well. As you have a bit of a look at the jaw, you can see a number oh, of the, the teeth, teeth are missing, missing as, well. as well. You get the sense that maybe this was originally designed to become a, a Dracolich, but it now that the cult have changed... Uh, focus and they're now very much deciding to um, try and bring Tiamat back that's kind of fallen by the wayside and so some of the cultists may have actually raided this this body for their own personal for funds judging by that assessment it's safe to assume that this has been this is a long dead like yeah looking at the bones and the way they've been cleaned and looking at the the dryness of them the bristleness of them you get the sense these bones have been in this room for decades we're talking 20 wow. 30 years minimum uh there's activity yeah. around them where you can see they've been moved or shuffled where stuff's been taken where the claws are there's yeah. a, only a very thin layer of dust that didn't happen too long ago but otherwise yeah as, as you have a bit of a look inside the fosses there's a build-up of dust inside the some of the hollow sections of the bones yeah. that tell you they've been here for quite some time that's curious to know that the body's been here for that long though suggesting that the um the cult have been here a very very long time oh yes Interesting. yes definitely it also seems like their um, structure's falling apart a little bit if they're starting to raid old dead dragons. Mm. Yeah. Strange. They do it for a purpose. Spell mm. components or... Yeah. I mean, either, oh. that, either that or they're just trying to make a bit of money before they get out. That was my assumption as well. Makes mm. sense. Sell some parts in the black market. Probably fetch a hefty sum. Mm. Dragon parts aren't easy to come by. Not at all. Hmm. Uh, while this conversation's going on everyone's looking at the dragons um, Shivers is just laying out all the other bodies in a row and kind of neatening them up and making them all presentable and getting all the crispy bits off them and pulling the bone shards out of them and just making them a bit more mm, presentable um, do them in two then, rows of uh, three then how does that sound? Two rows of three sounds good. And then um, Shivers is going to pick the three um, cleanest and best looking of them um, and bring Tibbles over as well and, and kneel down. And um, I'm going to cast um, Animate Dead at fifth level to get um, four um, undead. Absolutely. Including Tibbles. Um, including including uh, Tibbles, your. 
Yeah. Tibble, Tibbles was the cat, but they've also now called the sea hag that they resurrected after the cat. Yeah, because um, we couldn't remember what her name was. Is this the sea hag that we cut her head off? Yes. Yes. <laughs> this woman... Is it either like a reanimated head or oh, is no, it like no, 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 sorry. That's no, a different sea hag. Different sea hag. Different sea hag. Different sea hag. The, stream, the stream summoned different a sea hag. Um, That's cool. I'm trying to find my, yeah. my little zombies. Um, I want to get some good zombies. I'd be impressed if we still had that ha- that sea hag's head on, on, on cold storage. You gave that somewhere. Gave that we gave it away to the wolf guy. The werewolf. Yeah, yeah. Guy. Very happy to receive it. Yeah, it was great. Right, these are great. Gift. Let's use these. Here we go. We've got some good zombies. All right, they should appear on the thing in a second, and I will give you control over all of them. And as you, yeah, so shivers as you as you head on over, focus and begin casting this spell. Um, concentrate. You you, you um, begin chanting, moving around. Uh, all of you watch as again, like a shivers casts this magic. These sort of purple lines appear in the air, and they begin sinking into the corpses. And as they do so, some of the muscles begin twitching. And then slowly, bit by bit, the bodies begin rising up, moving and clicking into place, and then sort of setting and going very unusually still uh, as they suddenly sort of pause, having been fully reanimated. Um, Shivers, I'll give you control of each of these zombies. Thank you. Shivers just pulls out a little hair comb out of one of his uh, pockets in his robe and starts, you know, combing their hair and making them all presentable and um, making them all nice and smart and good looking for going out in the world there you go you should have control over all of those uh yeah you guys watch this shivers begins like sort of getting all presentable begins moving the, the, the clothes ready any bits that have been burnt or torn he sort of like moves back and pins together where he can and yeah reassembles these corpses into a fully functioning zombie horde there we go that's much better perhaps we should be a bit more uh precise with our with our shots from now on. I, I feel like we're giving you some extra work here, Shivers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, that is all just part of the job. You know, people die how they die, and these were not good people, so um, hopefully if we find any of them again in their next lives, um, they will learn from this. Um, hmm. Getting crispy fried is not an ideal situation, and they will learn. That's that's a fair assessment. I, I do have a, a question, though. And while I, you know, you seem to be doing a wonderful job in your uh, uh, your profession, um, I am wondering, because this fight was a little bit of a miscommunication, I feel, because we're supposed to be here helping someone from the cult. And I'm yes. just a little worried if anyone from the cult sees three sham... three um, recently... What, what, what do you call it? Uh, uh, these are um, husks at the moment. These are okay. uh, just vessels. Yes. Okay, well, they're three um, three vessels of their former uh, colleagues or allies wandering around. That is a very good point. Um, um, what can we do about that? Um, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I, I know our, our friend uh, Jin over here is very good with disguises and things like that, so maybe he can help out. But... <laughs> Um, just, I just wanted to bring the point up. No, that is a very good idea. Um, do we, should we turn their, their coats inside out? Put, flip their clothes around? Jin, do you have uh, any more googly eyes? <laughs> I, I, I very well could. Um, I do have a disguise kit though. I could draw some fake moustaches on them. That could oh, yes. really sort of make them different. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I they're not entirely recognizable as they are, seeing as they're so desiccated and, and burned and, and damaged, but um, every everything is a good idea. Let's let's do that. I think we should stick with the googling eyes. Good good idea to you have. Sure to get a laugh out of someone, I'm sure. I think it was sort of these things are not for laughing at. These are very these these were people. Oh yes, of course, of course. Oh no, they're laughing at the googly eyes. That's that is oh, completely different. It math. is true. Yeah. The googly eyes are funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. So you guys, we all remember Tibbles the, the zombie. Jin, as you as you reach in and pull out your last yeah. three sets of googly eyes. Oh no, I don't want to part with that. <laughs> Okay. It's a commodity. How many how many Google eyes do you distribute then? Do they get one each and you keep three for yourself? One in the middle. Are you gonna do like the everything everywhere all at once? Put the googly eye on your forehead as like your third eye and then you're ready to go. I look at them, I take three out, and I look at them three and I'm like, hmm. This is my this is my last three. These were these are precious. They they have been in, instrumental in my adventures thus far. But I mean, you can have them back. It's just to get through the tower so they're not um, recognized. Okay. Um, they might it, be a little it, sticky on their return, but you are welcome to have them. It, it pains me to give them that. Take take these googly eyes. Okay. They're serving a noble cause, Jin. It's boring yes. to go alone. Take these take googly eyes. Take the googly eyes, eyes before, I, <laughs> <laughs> before I weep, please. I cannot dare to part from them. Take the googly eyes. Um, Shivers, you were handed three sets of googly eyes. Uh, there are I do, I do, ha- I do give a smirk as I give it because obviously I don't actually care that much about. Them. No, I figured Sh- Shivers does not register that at all and Doesn't takes them in absolute. Okay, reference. as I register that, I, you <laughs> see like one single tear go down Jim's face. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great thing that you are doing. Ah oh, yes, thank you and. <laughs> It makes that noise. It makes that noise as you as you go to put it on, because wow. the eye socket is contained in this pocket of air. As you put it on, it squeezes out the air. He's, I can't do it properly. Can you do it again, please, Raf? Thank you. <laughs> wow, that's good. That's, that's so good. Wow. They're just they're just so different now. I mean, the, the, no one will recognize them now. The burnt flesh and all that really, you know, didn't take away much at all. But the googly eyes really makes a difference. <laughs> Really humanizes them. Mm. It really does. <laughs> as one of the zombies oh, sort of turns Lord. towards you guys, it sort of spins rapidly. This <laughs> and he watches the eyes go. And the eyes flicker and then down again. I'm getting sharp recollections uh, of um, totally accurate battle simulator right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's it. <laughs> Um, while this is all happening, you is just going to kind of uh, do a bit of an ex- inspection of the of the room, sort of more curious in this back wall and see if there's anything yeah. here that's worth sort of looking over and seeing if there's absolutely. Any clues or I'm, I'm happy to use your I'm happy to use your previous investigation check. Or did you do a nature check? It was a nature check. Could I please really... have an investigation check, please? Sure. Yeah, this is famous for his high intelligence. He is famous for his high intelligence. Six. Six. Yeah, but <laughs> as you have a bit of a look, you see some sacks, you see some barrels, there's some um, what look to be shelves with uh, very various sort of clay bottles on them, but most of the bottles are sort of 
broken or smashed. Yeah, you don't get a sense there's much of interest here. Nah. Nothing here. Let's move on. Okay. That was easy. What were they doing in here? Do you think they were raiding the skeletons? It's pretty old. Well, I should say in the fire pit, you can see some various sausages on, on sticks over the fire. <laughs> Looks like maybe this was where they were eating some eating some tucker. Ah. Having a bit of a tucker. Sausages. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Sausages. <laughs> Actually, as you look, the sticks aren't sticks at all, but the dragon's ribs that they've speared these sausages on. <laughs> oh. I know. <laughs> That's pretty metal. They're pretty metal. But yeah, as you have a look, and then as you have a bit of a look back towards the teleportation uh, circle, you can see again these symbols behind you. The chair, the upside-down L, the rectangle, the flame, the star, the square, the hourglass, and the right-handed triangle. What's interesting is the flame symbol seems to be out now that you have arrived at that floor. Mm-hmm. Oh. Was it the it was the hourglass that we were tossing up between mm-hmm. that or the flame, wasn't it? I believe so, yes. I believe we, so, yes. Should we give that a, a try then? Or do we think okay. something else now? I believe you tried the sundial last time, did you? Oh, that's right, we did and we couldn't get there. It doesn't it work. Yeah, um... as you press the button, nothing happens. What, right. what about what about the star then? Yes, star is always that looks, good. That looks Perhaps cool. that will take us to the top of the tower. That's what I was ah. just thinking. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Yes, yes. give it a go. <laughs> Nothing else to see here. Let's go. <laughs> all right, as you guys all crowd around the yeah, as you all crowd around the teleportation circle. Uh, and reach forward and press the star, correct? Mm-hmm. Press the star. The teleportation circle lights up. You feel that that feeling of weightlessness as you are suddenly pulled, jerked from this reality and pulled across to somewhere different. I will move you guys to the observatory. I'm just imagining... Hey, 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 we were right. I'm just yeah. imagining Mira, Lockie, Jin, Shana, Diavos, Shivers... And four zombies on the teleportation. You're getting very very close. It's just like (laughs) squishing in on an elevator. Yeah, it's it's you guys are it's almost it's almost too small for all of you to fit. Um, Yeah, as you guys get as well. It's like um, the back halves of the zombies are all missing now when they step out. Yeah, as you arrive, as you suddenly blast in on this location you can see that this place this chamber was clearly the workplace of someone invested in understanding the arcane researching the stars you can see a massive telescope of brass crystal and polished wood on an intricate stand right in the very middle of the chamber a series of gears and levers designed to turn and rotate it on this incredible clockwork base that powers the entire thing a ladder rests against one wall towards the south, and you can see an immense crystal lens embedded in the ceiling above, giving you a view of the night sky, but somewhat magnified. And as you move your heads and look, you can see that the movement with the night sky is, is again, this, this magnified and slightly, um, slightly reversed image as you move around. You get the sense that this is designed to help just naked eye visualization, but when combined with the telescope, 
you'd be able to get an unparalleled look at worlds beyond this one. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I? Really? <laughs> really? Have a little look through the telescope and see what it is I could see? Lockie, absolutely. As you walk towards the telescope, bend down and have a look up, you can see this incredible nebula, twisting stars arranged into a swirling pattern. And as you look through, stars appear to be winking out one by one. Oh, shit. What? Uh, as you would watch, I un- the star disappears. Another star. Another star. Would I, be un- would I understand what that means? Uh, can you make me an inv- just a flat intelligence roll? Flat intelligence, sure. I was hoping Does it seem like it's speeding up? Really please succeed. Yeah, oh, really? it sort of seems to be random intervals. And they're not returning; they're just disappearing forever. Disappearing forever. Uh, Eight. Oh, flash of genius. genius? Or are you going to save it? I don't have any more flashes of genius. I was hoping you'd say no! critically succeed on uh, it. Flash of genius. <laughs> um, yeah, they're all done. Lockie, as you as you stare through, it's almost like the stars are disappearing one by one. And as you sort of have a bit of a look through, you can see off towards the far left hand side of the image where you're looking, what probably was once this stretching arm of maybe this nebula, stretching arm of this galaxy, is just darkness. Nothingness. Um Um Uh-oh. Um Uh-oh. That's, that that's doesn't sound good. Not- um, is there something wrong with the apparatus? No. Nope, nope. Is there something wrong with your with your uh, memory doohickey? No, nope, my memory is working fine, and I'm really hoping that my eyes are not, but it looks like we have some... It turns around the others. Anything or anything about stars disappearing, or... I look at Shana. I yeah, Shana is just sort of like gently <laughs> and then wondered, goes to have a look. I wondered how long like, it would take. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah she's just gently, she's like, has a look, has, you know, sort of sees the stars blinking out and then moves the telescope to see if she can see what remains of her original system as well. Ooh, that's okay. So I'll get Ooh. you to do a uh, just a flat intelligence check for me because here's the thing, Shana. Your system, you've not viewed from the outside before, and on top of that, you last saw it thousands of years ago. Correctly identifying a star system from the outside in the past is going to be very tricky. Let me just get that out of the yeah. way straight, yeah. straight off the bat. Especially since it's not my strong suit. That's, I know. Moves as well over that Natural time. 20 for a 19. That's got to be rewarded. That's got to be rewarded. <laughs> Shana, as you as you look at the telescope, you've actually used similar apparatuses before when you were back in your homeworlds with the other Kalashtar souls. Uh, sorry, the other Kori souls. Um, you've you've used apparatus. You, you, part of your part of your um, speciality was energy creation, and that required the capturing of the energy of a star. So you spend a lot of time around telescopes. You begin moving one of the handpieces that slowly locks in a gear and allows the telescope to turn ever so slightly. And as you have a bit of a scan of the night sky. You see this vast section. It's only, it's only when you sort of zoom the telescope out a bit that you can see what looks to be these moving tendrils of blackness, the absence of stars and light, reaching across from somewhere far in the depths of space, far in the depths of astral space. And as you watch, you can see the lights flicking out, every so often stars just disappearing forever. And it looks like these, yeah, these large tendrils moving through these nebulas. You look at some galaxies, you can see these black lines pushing in. 
this this emptiness nothingness where once there were stars and galaxies but now nothing remains that's normal it's not um, direction like can can she sort of pick up a rough like is it approaching like you know is it sort of like oh man just perspective and distance is hard to tell you can, yeah, i mean as you have a bit of a look you're you know, this thing could be reaching around behind the other side of the planet you have no idea there's no way to know whatever this is and and i should add as well that you don't it's hard to identify this as a creature that's what your mind fills in the pattern fills in this idea of these vast tentacles almost like an octopus reaching across but it's just the absence of light that appears to look like these almost mm. like rivers or tributaries cutting across what look to be I'm, galaxies um... or stars I should say as well, there's one more thing Shana sees. As you bring the telescope back around for one final look, out of the corner of your eye, you catch a very familiar binary star system, this bizarre twin dwarf star system that you recognize. And as you focus the telescope in, you know that this wasn't too far from where you originated, where the quarry originated. And as you pan the telescope upwards, looking for that familiar group of stars, you suddenly hit the edge of one of these black zones darkness nothing left she sort of expected it i mean like because that's the entire reason yeah. why they all left and were turned into core uh kalashitar but it's still i think just seeing that absence is a, just a bit of a uh i was in a way i was sort of hoping it was like a little bad dream and that i don't know maybe it would still be there everything like normal uh, and then she sort of she turns to the others and she's, um, so how many of you guys know actually about Hadar? What the other is that? <laughs> uh, I feel that music in my head. That's the teleportation elevator music. That's. <laughs> I sort of put my hand up because obviously I've been there for some of the discussions. Oh yeah. Um, oh, no, no. Uh, uh, only what you what you two have mentioned. Yes. Yeah. So, um, if anyone wants to have a look at the telescope, um, and you'll see, you know, the lights of stars, and um, then you'll see them disappear. There's a giant, giant, I don't even know what it is, creature, being, god, something like that, but either way it's got a, um, it's, it's hungry for, um, to devour just everything um that's how my world was lost it devours stars that's a bit rude everything <laughs> planets <laughs> moons stars just space and matter itself leaving nothing and um well it's uh, a little bit disconcerting to see quite so much activity so close to home oh my god my pastries it devoured them. But, Who knows? Oh no. As you guys are talking, Boy, this overarching Sorry, no, no. darkness. Um, well, so it has a name. It has a, a, a name, Hadar. Where, where is it from exactly? Well, if people know, it's not me. All I know is that it, you know, we saw just as actually like this in this telescope, you know, we were looking around for new energy systems as we always were and noticed that somehow somewhere missing and you know we increase in frequencies more and more just went missing it's like oh maybe we just mislabeled them maybe maybe they moved somehow a black hole maybe but um and then 
the frequency increased and we noticed it more and more and then things out of our local system started disappearing straight black we eventually lost our star you're saying a lot of words i I don't understand yeah, but thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's talking. I mean, your your experience. None of on Nostea yeah, on this no. planet. There's no discussion of worlds beyond. Your civilization has been the whole of the Nostean civilization has been very confined to this planet, to this plane. There's no astral teleportation. Teleportation off this off this planet is is almost impossible without the giant magic that once sustained it. And all those all those um, locations that. And these words she's using, like local cluster, uh, this is Black all, hole? What black is that? Hole. This is all stuff you've never... Can I jump in it? <laughs> Can I go swimming in a black hole? Sphere of annihilation, but really big. <laughs> um, oh, that's... I recommend it. As you guys are talking, the door over towards the far side of the room opens and a tiefling steps through. Long red robes, red and purple robes, curved horns shaved down to uh, very razor sharp points uh, small goatee very dark red uh, I'd say like a, almost like a dark maroon skin steps through the door gives you all a bit of a glance over the top of his nose where he has these sort of half moon spectacles arranged well that is very very interesting indeed intruders welcome to Zonthal's tower I trust you've been having a bit of fun running around the place. Who are you, and what are you doing here? Do I know this guy? You've never seen this man before. <laughs> um, Shana just straight up goes, I'm Shana, and I'm here to look at your telescope. Did you know that stars are going missing? We've had more important things to be focusing on, honey. I'll ask you again. Who are you, and what are you um, doing here? Hello, I, I'm I'm Shivers. Um, I my myself and uh, my master Deep. Uh, that's we we've been um, studying uh, the, the the dragon mask. Uh, you you asked us to come here um, for the for the dragon mask. Oh, your Iskander's project to investigate the blue dragon mask. I'm sorry yes. to say we no longer require your services. Iskander has been revealed as a traitor and has fled to the dungeons below the tower. I'm sure oh. he's quite deceased by now. And what is oh. this? And he looks over at the corpses that you've put googly eyes on, but are still <laughs> un- unmistaka- unmistakably the corpses of several members of the cult. Robes still intact, symbols still ah. emblazoned on the chest, just with what googly eyes stuck to the corpses yeah. that have been reanimated. That's good. He sort of looks at you, mouth open, looks back, looks at you guys, looks at the corpses and goes, um kill them obviously as he turns around towards behind him and you see three oh. of the cultists burst through the door <laughs> oh, oh, this guy. oh my gosh <laughs> I, don't I don't want to hurt him I don't want to hurt him he's so good <laughs> I'm going to throw you I'm going to throw you into initiative obviously because <laughs> yeah. I need to know what order you guys are doing stuff um, well, while we're doing that I just want to say Shana um, Ali Shana has never been more doctor the doctor than just that moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's That's just completely distracted. Like, you know, first time just seeing something from her old life in yeah. so long. She's just, you know, it's like when you're back with like your old high school friends and it's like, you're all back in high school again. Yeah. And then you have it's like, what's a black hole? <laughs> <laughs> what is a, 
I like Star it. system. <laughs> yeah, like, local cluster. Local um, cluster. So, local um, cluster. make sure you click on your tokens before you click uh, roll initiative. Yep, looks like everybody's done that. Is everyone's initiative in place? Uh, hang on. Looks like everyone's in. I'll put on some, uh, some battle music in the background. Let's do... I think um, imminent threat sounds appropriate. Or that I should roll with advantage. No, that's with advantage. Uh, no, this has it already done. Yeah. So we've got. Uh, just make sure your initiatives are right. That looks like everyone's is correct. Mira 18. I'll just update yours for some reason. It didn't update on the thing. There we go. Okay, that looks correct. Awesome. You guys are not first. Um, somewhat appropriately, even though they also get the cult, the surprise round. Oh, okay. That's okay. When you when you roll, let me know, and I'll I'll type it in. But doesn't matter because these guys get a surprise round first anyway. Um, as this tiefling points, you guys and goes. Um, obviously, kill them. Uh, the cultists burst out from behind the door and run around the side of the telescope. One of them runs right up to you, shivers next to your corpse and sort of sees you with this this corpse looks a bit confused and then reaches out and grabs your your arm basically trying to like grab at your arm uh shivers does a um oh i'm guessing a 21 hits you shivers yeah yeah um that'll okay. do it that'll do it this is going to be uh oh shivers um that's going to be <laughs> it's going to be eight damage it's not that bad i thought it was worse oh. um eight necrotic damage as it grabs at you and and this this sort of greenish glow strikes off its hands and it just grabs at your skin you feel this burning and as you look down the moisture around your skin seems to pull away as your skin is left grayed and shallow um, oh, one of the other cultists moves down towards here holds out his hand and cries by Tiamat's power, I will smite thee. And you watch as a large glowing axe made of flame appears in front of you. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, no. Bad news. Let's Normal. use... Oh, this looks perfect. Here we go. Um, <laughs> so flaming nice. axe. Um, right in front of Mira, Loki, and Jin. Uh, and then the last cultist... And then he's going to move behind these barrels here. And the last cultist climbs up on part of the telescope um, mechanisms... Looks down. I'll bring this across the map so you can see what I'm describing. Yeah. Uh, climbs on top of the telescope mechanisms, and then he also reaches out and he is going to cast a massive gout of this radiant energy. I need Eleanor, Jin, Shana, Miri, Yerveth, Loki, and one of the corpses. I need you to all make me dexterity saving throws, please. wouldn't happen to be a spell would it this is a spell yay <laughs> um if it's a spell then i might counter spell it tell me now do you do you counter spell it or not <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll counter spell it okay what level are you counter spelling um give me a sec i'll go with third level third level okay um, as you hold out your hand, Jin, and mutter under your breath, the spell s sort of sputters and dies, and you watch as this, this radiant effect, as he holds out his hand and calls, like, by the power of Tiamat, I will smite thee. And then suddenly the spells are... <laughs> and sparks fly out of his hand. <laughs> and he looks out of his hand and he's like, why has my mistress forsaken me? <laughs> um, that is their go. Mira, you are up next. 
All right. Let's have a little look. Where are they all? <laughs> Owen, can you do can you yeah. do thirteen for my initiative? Because I don't know how to turn on this keyboard. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Thirteen. Okay. Yep. I am trying to. We don't have like a cone, do we? Um, oh, shit. You don't have no. a cone shape, do you? Owen? Cone shape. I can put a cone shape on the thing for you. Of course, I can. Yeah, yeah. I um. You if want to you see do a breath weapon? I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen foot cone. Um, I'll give you control, and you can have a bit of a play around with it once it appears. Oh, thank you. Um, um, there you go. Can I just say, yeah. welcome to the stream, everyone. We just yeah. had a big raid. Yeah, oh, we have. I should, I've, yeah. I've been meaning to catch up, so it looks like we've got the evildoers and we've also got the uh, the Mims crew as well. So, hey, welcome to both of you. Thank you so much. Um, really Enjoy me playing with angles. This playing is geometry. This is <laughs> um, We love a little bit of maths in there. Welcome dude. to maths. How big do you want it, Mira? It's a 15-foot cone. Okay. So I don't think I'm going to get everybody. Can I use distance spell on a breath weapon? Um, I'm not sure. Can you put the distance spell? Oh, that's pretty good, though. Um, well, like, breath spell? weapon is like a, is like a feature. Cast a right? spell that yeah. has a range of five feet. No. No, no that's a good Cast a spell. All right. Okay. All right. right um, I've actually made that a bit big. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there you go. That's fifteen foot. Fifteen foot. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna try and position position it so I can get this one and this one. Yeah, if you move, if I move just there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that, and then I will um, bonus action quick and spell firebolt. The guy at the back. Absolutely. Alrighty. Yeah. Roll me some. Roll me some dice. And I need to make a dexterity oh. saving throw for those who you're going to try and get with the uh, breath weapon. Breath weapon. Dex of fifteen is the saving save. Uh, that is one um, fail, one pass. The one closest to you passes. The one towards the south fails. As Mira steps up, um, what breath weapon are you using? Because you can innovating. Use... Innovating breath. Okay. Thank you. Um, and it's your ice breath, correct? It sure is. 3d10 cold damage, half on a success. And the guy who failed also must. You just take rolled 1d10, just so you know. 1d10? No, I want one. 3. So only roll 1d10, just so you know. 1. Okay. A 2. Oh, that's terrible. And one yeah, more that's, roll. that's shocking. 4, 1. And what's the last? <laughs> what's the last breath? 7. Seven. Okay, not too bad, not too bad. Um, 12 damage. One of them takes 12 damage. So you watch as Mira steps up, opens her maw, and this blast of ice fans out, striking forwards. One of the cultists is caught full on by this effect, the ice cutting through his clothes and freezing sections of him solid as he cries out in alarm. The one towards the south who ducked behind the barrels is able to use the barrel to provide a bit of cover, but still takes a fair bit of damage from this. Still takes seven damage. Um, oh no, sorry, six damage from this from this attack as you blast him with this icy cold. Uh, and with Enervating, could you tell me what Enervating does? So the one who failed makes a con save, DC yep. 15, and then if he fails, he becomes incapacitated until the start of my turn. 15, DC 15, yep. 14. Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> incapacitated, I'll mark He's that off. frozen solid. The ice that crusts across his chest and arms freezes him still as he sort of like pauses in place, he goes, 
What the fuck was that? Place by this ice. Uh, Mira, and could you roll me an attack for the fireball towards the one to the north, please? Is what you did. Yeah. Fire. Um, uh, yeah. So it's this fireball. Point to do a and quicken spell. Yeah, quicken spell. And then can I use my amulet to change it to ice instead yes, of can. fire? Yes, you ice. can. Absolutely. Oh, it's a cantrip, so nothing fun happens. Okay. No, nothing fun happens, unfortunately. But I'm using it. <laughs> um, so Mira, as you as you summon this firebolt, the flames in your hand begin turning blue before setting into this shard of ice. You fling it forwards. Nineteen. It cuts yep. into his chest, carving through as he cries out in alarm. You watch as he gets ready to like create this spell to dissipate the fire. And as you throw this firebolt, it changes in the air, the amulet warping it and changing the energy from fire to ice. His spell that he was sort of getting ready to, to counter this is just cut through and it spears into his chest as he stumbles back against the wall near the zombie. Um, he, he sort of like lets out this cry, that, oh! and looks down at this ice shot, pulls it out, takes Ooh. 13 damage. That is brutal. That's that's pretty pretty metal though for taking it out though. That's not... yeah, as he and takes that's yeah. shot out. You wouldn't want to do that. No, Just don't FYI. do that. So those playing at home, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't pull that. When, when a dragon <laughs> ball throws a fireball at you and changes yeah. its element to ice, you don't yeah. want to pull that ice shot don't out. Very important. Out. Leave yeah. it in. Leave it in. Don't leave up it in. Leave it in. Call, call the uh, call attention. the emergency services. They'll deal with it. Call your local cleric. Call your local cleric. Yeah. Uh, anything else on your turn, Mira, or are you? I just, I just hid behind Locky. <laughs> so Mira steps up, <laughs> and then steps behind Locky. Goes, mm, oh, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> Shana, <laughs> you're up next. Uh, I was going to say, you, you ever yes. had a roll of twenty-one on these initiative? Oh. Don't know why. Yeah, you did. You got skipped, Yevith. I'll do you now. Oh. Thank, you. Thank, you, thank you. Thank you. You did get skipped. You um, get skipped I don't know. I don't sorry, know. that might have been at the bottom there somewhere. No, 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 all good. You should have actually no, been the very right. first off the bat because the uh, your dex is higher than the cultists. That is totally fine. Don't you worry. Uh, cool. So this one at the bottom here is hiding behind some barrels, but the I'm going to try... South, yeah. yeah, I want to try and get a bead on the um, tiefling boy, though. So I'm going to Jorgen. move my movement, probably trying to get... Probably about there, I'd say. You're gonna have a bead on him from there. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. as you, yeah, as you sort of sweet. duck behind Loki and Mira, and emerge only a few feet away from the other side of this barrel, the cult fanatic who's down here like gets ready to attack you, and you just ignore him, pulling out your bow, knocking an arrow, flying yeah, off. Yeah, I'll take. Yeah, I'm gonna take a shot at Jorgen. Hopefully, do some damage. Seventeen. Seventeen. As it flies towards Jorgen, he just holds his hand up, flame leaping, and the arrow is just vanished in the air it is completely wiped oh, out shit. by this flame as it is Fuck. turned to ash and cinder he catches the ash in his hands holds it in his hands and looks down then looks back at you yerveth giving you a glare intruders in this tower are not welcome <laughs> i take another shot at him <laughs> completely <laughs> undeterred <Yeah>, nice <laughs> 26 is better um <clears throat> as he's holding this ash the arrow streaks through cuts across his shoulder you watch as he looks down at this bleeding shoulder takes his hand, smears a bit of the blood, mixes it with the ash, and then breathes out as flame leaps back towards you as he does a hellish rebuke. Uh, That's okay. A dexterity saving throw, please, yeah. Something's going to happen here as well. I'm going to... Let's just... Uh, what am I going to do? I'm going to use a reaction and also cast Absorb Elements. Absorb Elements. I wondered that. Um, absolutely. So you still, you still make the dexterity saving throw? Yep. 
26 is a so pass, so you'll take half damage. Um, so Yerveth, this is good because it's a higher level. So that's going to be 11. Yep. See that? Perfect. Oh, that that's actually it. came through on the thing. There you go. Um, so that's going to be 11 damage, but you halve it, and then you halve it again. So that's yep. halved to, uh, to 5, and then halved to 2. So you only take 2 fire damage. Yep. And then you also get 2 fire damage that you can add to your next attack. Absolutely. Uh, nice. And I'm gonna, yeah, I, I guess uh, I, do, I still do damage against him, so I'm gonna roll yes. the damage on the Lombo shot. So yes, please. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. What's gonna be? What's gonna be? Ten points of piercing. Yep. Plus a D4. Thirteen. Plus a D. Oh no, the the hell should be covered after. Yeah, that's right. So as the lightning crackles from your bows, as you fire off this other arrow and the lightning crackles around it from your dragon scale bow, um, it sort of cuts across his skin, leaving this jagged lightning bolt, this scar that burns really quickly and grabs his hand against it and looks back and goes, Interesting. Seems you've stolen some of the powers of the dragon for yourselves. That won't do you at all. Uh, anything else I'm on your turn? I'm not done yet. Uh, you have just in a low draconic growl just says hunt and he's going to command Eleanor to just rush this guy uh Jorgen <laughs> yep five ten so to go round the telescope she's probably going to have to get close to the cultist which is it does mean they're probably going to get an attack of opportunity. if she goes to the north That's she'll fine. get an attack of opportunity okay cool she can get around that That's way cool. I'll do the attack of opportunity does yep. a do bear with me there we go uh, does a 19 hit our friend? Uh, it will, unfortunately. Okay. That is going okay. to be... Oh! It's going to be 14 points of damage. Okay. 14 Sorry. points of damage as they carve this gash across Eleanor's side as she runs past them. Uh, she continues unabated and makes an attack yep. against Jorgen Paul. Jorgen hadn't seen... Eleanor, and as she comes barreling out of the darkness, he looks at her and goes, What is this? <laughs> the true power of the dragon. Um, yeah! You better hit after that. You better hit. He just kicks out with this booted foot, and as Eleanor goes to strike him, he kicks her under the jaw slamming her jaw shut and causing her to sort of like top backwards, topple backwards. No no damage, but does prevent that incoming strike as she emerges from underneath the telescope. Um, kill him. Kill him. Yeah. He's dead. He's dead. He's, he's, he's okay. dead. Sorry, he's dead. my bad. I just, wanted, I just wanted to describe how that... Okay, Shana, your turn. He kicks my dog, man. Yeah, you don't kick doggos. I think... Would I... Uh, what to do, what to do. Do I have a good line of sight if I, um, on the main guy, if I was to sort of go um, on this square here, or is it still just slightly obscured by the telescope? No, that'll be fine there. Yep, if you move down to there, that'll be fine. Yep, all right. So she's going to move there, and she's going to sort of yell out to um, the guys. Um, I'm, I'm really surprised that you're not more interested in the end of the world. Like, um, this is your telescope, yeah? <laughs> he looks back at wow. you. End of the world. What do you think we're trying to prevent? Interesting way of going about it, not gonna lie. Um, and then she's going to fire off three just blasts at him. <laughs> Amazing, go for it. 
Is the door behind him open still, or did he close the door closed. behind them? They, they closed it behind them, yeah. One. Natural one for a nine. Two. Plus 13 misses. Oh, no. What am I rolling? Oh, no. Oh, there we are. Oh, that's a bit better. 27. I got one. He'll take, he'll take the 27. Um, yeah, as, you, as, you, as this final Eldritch Blast, he catches the first one, pushes it aside, catches the second one, sort of putting it off, and as the third one strikes at his chest, he just wasn't expecting you to have three blasts. Excellent. 10 damage as this Eldritch Blast streaks through. I think your Eldritch Blasts look almost like a bit of a... It's like a shadowy purple colour, isn't it? Lightning purple bar. Lightning purple. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, lightning And if purple. it can, like, just push him into the wall. I know it can't knock him back, but, like, I at least want him to be, like, up against the wall kind of thing. Yep. Okay. Uh, he, I mean, he just, like, stumbles against the wall and sort of stumbles forward again, looks at Eleanor, looks at you, sort of trying to decide who the bigger threat is, then decides Mira. Uh, anything else in your turn, Shana? Yep, I'm going to bonus action quicken. Can I quicken a second round of Eldritch Blast, or does it have to be a different cantrip? I believe it has to be a different cantrip. I'll double check. You can, uh, twin spell? You can't twin spell multi hits. Uh, multiple multi hits. No. Oh, yeah, your Eldritch Blast is multi hits. Yeah, no, you can't. Yep. You can't oh, do there the is I know there is like a combo though with Eldritch Blast and the um, Sorcerer's Meta Magic. I just don't yeah, remember so which the, one. I have so to have can, had a look into it. You can only use one Meta Magic can... option on a spell when you cast it, so you can. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do it post casting yeah. it. Right. So she needed to do it before she cast Eldritch Blast? Um, I don't think you can do double. Let me have a look. Cast. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. I'm just going to Hexblade Curse um, instead. Right, I won't spend time with zombies, by the way. Just, just, just walk oh, up. No, you can, you can do a cantrip. Can... Yes, you can. You can cast can. a cantrip. Oh. Yes, you can. Yeah, you can cast two cantrips. It's just two spells. In that case, <laughs> uh, second round of three Eldritch Blasts going this way. <laughs> so you're not twinning it. You can't twin not... it, but you can a quicken spell quicken. and do it, do it yeah. again. Yes, you can. Cantrips is allowed. Um... 20's going to hit, he's going to shield this snap. That's he's not happy about these. You watch as this spell flies towards him, he holds up his hand and sh- this shield of energy crackles out, blocking these attacks. 20 and 21, yeah, no, two of them, blocking two of them was worth it. Yeah, he needed to do that. Uh, and as he holds up this shield around him, blocking these blasts, the last one, the natural one, just dissipates the second it touches the shield, Shana. So, one more question. Yes. Um, when he use is shield a reaction? Shield's a reaction. Yeah. And so is healer's rebuke. Did he use? He's he using something special. Ah, okay. Sweet. He's got something special. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, does he get a reaction because he used a reaction on me? So, no. So this isn't. So this thing he's. Oh, this is something else. This is something else. Oh, yeah. It's it's yeah, it, yeah, mechanically it's the same as him mm-hmm. casting a shield spell, but it's something a bit different. Okay, it's something else. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, wait. something a bit different. Um, nice. Yeah. Nor- yeah. If he was a normal normal enemy, then no, he would not be able to do two reactions. He's something a bit spicy. Uh, anything else in your turn, Charlotte? Thank you. Jin, you're up next, buddy. Okay, so I'm not going to stand behind the zombies, which was what I was actually going to do. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to move over here for now. I'm going to try and start taking out some little guys first. This one here, actually, is he prone? Uh, he's not prone, but he is incapacitated. Uh-huh. Wait, what's that mean for me then? 
So incapacitated means you have, I believe you have advantage against him and he has, um, he can't move or speak, is unaware of his surroundings and um, you have uh, attack rolls against the creature have, oh, no, sorry, uh, yeah, oh, j- no, sorry, he just can't take actions or reactions, that's it. Oh, okay. Well, let's, I'm going to deal with this bottom one first. Actually, which is the one that has this sword, uh, this axe up at the moment? Uh, the That's... one towards the north near the zombie. Oh, no, sorry, no, no, sorry, the one towards the south. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm going to target him then. I'm going to do a bonus action spiritual weapon behind him. What would you like your spiritual weapon to be? I'm guessing your classic dark sword. Yeah, yeah. The shadowy uh, dark shadowy sword katana. that you can't have. It'd be funny if it was just a flaming axe like his. Just... I'm going to say one... Oh, just copy his thing. Yeah, just <laughs> copy his thing. I want to say that one thing, though. Like, the shadowy axe... Probably it, and the, the sword probably manifests a bit of Jin's like personality at the moment. I'm going to say there's like, because I have been sort of diverging a little bit, it's still got like the shadowy, wispy, like blackness to it, but there is some, there's like almost like it, it can, just like a semblance of light around it, as if like there's almost like a change of heart going on. Yeah, wow. so the sh- it's no longer dripping black shadow. The blade itself has taken on this more metallic colour, this much more natural-looking sword colour. The hilt is still wrapped in black fabric, but the the blade itself doesn't leak that black shadow like it normally does. All right. Anyway, I'm going to do a bonus action attack and swing into his back. Yep. Nice. Nice. Oh, the 20. Nice. <laughs> 7 plus 9, though, so that goes to 16. 16 is just enough. Sweet, and it is a D8 plus 5. 8 plus 5. Roll me the Dimaggios. So 5, 5, 11 force damage. Uh, 7 plus 6 is 13. Oh, no, 6 plus 5. It's just damage. Oh, sorry. I'm, yep, sorry. I'm getting confused. 6 plus 5. Yes, indeed. Yeah, difference between hitting the uh, damage. Thank you. And 11, 11 force um, damage. So he might have to do a constitution throw as he well. He does need to do... Yes, he does need to do a concentration check. Uh, that is a... 19. That's a pass. That's cool, because I'm now going to pump three Eldritch Blasts into him. Nice. As a cantrip of an action. Absolutely. Alright, so... Uh, the 13 will 13, hit, the 5 so won't, the 13 nine. will. Yeah. yeah, so the two 13s will hit. Two 13s will both hit, absolutely, because that's... yeah. Plus, uh, plus and these are plus five as well. Fifteen oh, damage, 15 nine damage, nineteen nine damage. damage. Amazing. As these two eldritch blasts strike through the third one, just going high overhead, uh, you carve off a large chunk of his. You actually watch as one of his arms is broken by this force damage. He hits a sudden oh. crack, and he falls Ooh. uselessly against his side as he looks up and goes, "Ah, ah!" Mm. Begins having a bit of a panic. Um, and then I'm going to try it. Can I actually go there? Like, yeah, you can move back. Of course you can. Yeah, yes, I'll back. try and go like, to the very back of the wall. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that's my bonus action done, and my main action done, so... Lockie. Yeah, right. Lockie's going to pull out his little necklace that looks like a gyroscope on the end of a golden string, and he's going to spin it again, and this time, instead of going for time, he's going to go for gravity, and old mate over here is going to make a constitution 18 save. Uh, is that Jorgen, sorry? Jorgen? That is, yes. It's Jorgen. Constitution 18 uh, save. That is a... Oh, 18. Oh, I'm so sorry. 18, he just makes it. 
damn it. Oh, so sorry. Man, that is clutch. Yeah, that was clutch. That's all right. Um, I'm not going to do much else then. I'm just going to stick where I am. Damn. So I'm going to try that again some other time. I like, I like how this, um, I, in a moment of weakness, I described him fending off a, a bite attack by like kicking at the jewel. And now everyone's like, kill the dog slayer. <laughs> kill the dog <laughs> oh, yeah. hunt, down oh, the, yeah. hunt down the dog I, kicker. I, I, I... <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. It's only fair. I deserve this. <laughs> all right. It's all right. But, uh, yeah, does it, so does anything activate Lockie or because he passed? No, he passed and nothing happens. Oh, yeah. Sorry, mate. That's, that's, that's all right. That's all right. Always uh, anything else on your turn, Lockie? Nah. <laughs> okay. I've, I've, still got my, um, I've still got my 10 points from last time. So nice. All right. Shivers yep. and the zombie army. Shivers, you're up next. Always. Uh, yeah. That sounds yes. like a good band. Did that guy um, at the bottom pass his second Constitution saving throw? Oh, I'll roll for the second one. Thank you. Actually, I need yeah. to make. I need to make because um, mm. each Eldritch Blast counts as a separate hit, so yep. I should probably roll so for 15 each. Fifteen and I'll nine. Roll two more. Uh, that's a fail. It's gone. Perfect. Nice. Good remembrance. Nice. Thank nice. you. Shivers and the zombies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shivers, shivers in the shamblers. <gasps> Got the, oh, the band. That's a t-shirt. That's going to be your like t-shirt. Uh, shivers. <laughs> That's awesome. I want that. Um, <laughs> on the on the store soon. <laughs> uh, so I am going to kind of sidle around this guy who can't. He can't take an attack of opportunity, can he? Because he used it. Uh, that top on, one. Has he used his on Eleanor. On Eleanor. Yes, yep. he has. Yes, he has. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Cool. So I'm going to move over here, and then uh, I'm going to cast. Um, what am I casting? Uh, blindness, deafness at third level. On Jorgen, absolutely. Uh, yep. On on Jorgen, and also on because at a high level I can cast it on multiple. Um, so Jorgen and um, the guy that is uh, that I just went past. Okay, perfect. So the northmost cultist and Jorgen. Absolutely. That's right. Uh, so that's a con save of 15. I will roll those right now. Uh, that is a fail from the cultist. 17 from Jorgen. Wow, Jorgen's rolls are ah. amazing tonight. He's got very high constitution, I should also, should also mm. say. So any of these con uh-huh. saves, he just seems to be powering through. Um, but the cultist at the top, so are you going for blindness or deafness? Uh, blindness. blindness. Yeah. Fantastic. Um and then with my bonus action, Could I get to make... you describe your, your blindness spell Because I really like it. Really yes. Um, so uh, Shivers' hands go out different directions, pointing at um, these two. And his head kind of like tips back and his eyes turn like this milky white of of like you know old fish where it gets that cloudy cataract over it um and (laughs) the dust almost like um out of a um an urn like a um you know it's like ash um, thank you yeah um kind of manifests and comes down his face and then shoots out um at the cultist and Old mate. The tiefling Jorgen catches it with a shield blocking it, but the cultist takes this full in the face and you watch as his eyes take on the same milky colour as Shivers once were. And as he sort of like fumbles around and accidentally touches one of the zombies, he recoils in horror, not being able to see where he is or what he's doing. Oh, it's about to get a lot worse for him um, because my zombies are going to crowd around him. 
Great. So um, then you use your oh, bonus action no. to use your bonus <laughs> action right. to command the zombies. Yeah. Use my bonus action, bring all of my uh, buddies in, um, and uh, oh, no. uh, they are all going to attack him. Yep, you use your bonus action to command. So they, they work as zombies. Do you have the? Do you want me to get the stats open for the zombies? And no, I I've got them up you here. You got it? Yeah, oh, I've, nice. I've got it. Good, good, good. good. Um, so they can do a slam attack. Yep. Um, I'll just do, I guess I'll do all of that. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Thinking about zombies, just like, bleh, just bang it in the guts. They run up. Um, yeah, roll me, roll me some attacks. It should have come through. Did it can't come through? See, can't see anything yet. Oh, no. Oh, I can, okay, I can, maybe. I can, so they've just come okay. to me. So 21 is going to hit. Seven damage. Take that off as the first zombie strikes. Seven is a miss. 20 is a hit. Seven more damage. Natural one for a four is a miss. So Tibbles, the, the reanimated uh, sea hack, does the <laughs> strike against him. And then the one behind gets another strike. The other two missing as the uh, as the cost sort of like flails around, being smashed back by these uh, these strikes. That's right. it, uh, and that's my turn. Awesome. Jorgen is not liking any of this. Um, his shield now at the at the at the end of his turn, his shield would dissipate. He looks out across the group of you. very strange wasn't expecting you to put up so much of a fight Severin did warn me about you a lot though should have been more prepared never mind and he holds out his hand and this tiny little moat of fire coalesces as these embers no. begin forming around his hand Mira <laughs> use your reaction to counterspell what that level are you guys spelling? I know what, that is. what level are you counterspelling what level are you um, uh, let's do fifth level Whoa. fifth level oh shit wow son. um that is enough. <laughs> Devastating. As, just as, around Rocky, I'm like, nope. <laughs> as he goes to some of this moat of fire, Mira just looks and goes, ah, uh, no, I know, I know, nope, 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 nope. Um, Mira, you sort of clench your hand, and this ice, yeah. yeah, this ice coalesces around his hand, freezing his hand shut and preventing him summoning this fiery energy. He looks yeah. down at his hand, looks back at you. Fear suddenly starting to appear in his eyes. Uh, he is then going to try and back out of this door. Eleanor gets an attack of opportunity. Uh, if Beautiful. Eleanor would like to take it. Uh, obviously, that was him uh, casting fireball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a big old no. <laughs> Six, 16's enough. Um, yeah. Oh, no, his shield goes down at the end of his action. So, no, he's sorry. He still would be protected because his shield's up until the end of his action. So, as he, as he ducks out of the door and disappears from view, um, the shield then will drop at the end of his turn. Yerveth, uh, sure. you're up first. Um, can I still see him at all? No, he's disappeared and closed the door behind him. You watch as he disappears through the doorway. Fuck. It's almost like he doesn't want to get, get shot with any more arrows. <laughs> yeah, funny about that. What can I get to the right? doorway and open it? Yeah, of course you can. Cool. Uh, cool. Is it an action can... to open the door? Uh, no, that's... that's I reaction I'm, I'm, i allow that as part of the movement um i'll open the door for you as you as you pull open the door and look through the entryway i'll open it like a proper door hey there you go so as you look oh, through, okay. and peer through i can see him now you can see him like cowering on the balcony looking over the edge of this balcony uh, and as you open the door he turns around and goes 
Stay back, and I won't have to hurt you. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. Yeah, that says with uh, a bit of anger, a bit of bit of a uh, bit of uh, guile there. Um, he is going to cast. Kind of, um, kind of ruined his plans a little bit with him moving into this room. But he's actually going to cast silence on. He's going to try and cast silence on him, but we'll Ooh. see how we go. Okay. This yeah, is a new spell. Yevith hasn't used this before. No. Um, so this is Yevith. You're calling deep on your bond with Elena. Yeah. Deep on your yeah. Drake Warden bond. Yeah. And as you reach deep within you, you, you don't really have words for what you're doing. You just want to stop him being able to cast spells. And as you focus and reach out, something awakens within you. This magic suddenly activates. Um, I believe I make a constitution save or a wisdom saving throw. Uh, yeah, let me uh, let me see what happens. Pretty sure sounds supposed to be safe. It's not for the duration. No sound can be created within the pass. Oh, it just activates. Radius. It just activates. You, 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 have a, you just reach out, and suddenly this massive dome appears around the outside of the balcony. This this giant sphere, essentially. Yeah. As Jorgen goes to continue speaking, you just watch his mouth moving in empty air. Yeah, I just say like Nothing. enough, and then just. <laughs> silent. Um, for those inside the bubble, this like faint ringing is the only thing you can hear inside your ears. Um, How big is the bubble? Um, it's off the side of the bubble. Twenty foot radius. Twenty foot radius. But it's in a point that I choose, so I can yeah. have it. So it just. Oh, okay, cool. I'm I'm assuming yeah, yeah. he pointed it on Jorgen and picked Jorgen as the the starting point for this effect. That's what I'm kind of assuming. Um, anything well, he's else? Doing it, he's doing it so it's like not going to be of a, a disadvantage to anyone else. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No, he's um. Gonna bonus you're action. Flustered, guys. Eleanor. It's, it's tense. He's gonna bonus El- uh, bonus action Eleanor to get in there and start chomping. Oh, fantastic. Eleanor runs through the open doorway, charging Woo! towards Jorgen. As Eleanor enters into the zone of quiet, suddenly all sound ceases. Cries of alarm, the groans of the zombies, the clash of metal. Silence is all Eleanor can hear. Uh, make me an attack. 19 to hit. Uh, just so that I know, are we doing lethal or non lethal? Oh man, I think. I mean, you have it. You have it. Oh god, this is a hard one. I have a mind to be non-lethal damage, because I, I think he's an important person. So I think I, I think I would be slightly holding back. He's probably an important member of the cult, and I think you have it. Would you know, obviously wants, obviously kind of wants to do some damage on him, but at the same time realizes that he's probably a pretty important character. I mean, this this so dude kicked your your dragon dog. One, it, that's one true. quick death is killer. One quick, <laughs> made, one quick it, death it, it is made, it made That's true. That's true. I did he's not dead. describe that. He's I dead. did not. I did not <laughs> he's dead. He's dead. No, he's dead. Sorry, okay. guys. He's dead. Okay. Yep. Lethal damage. Let's go. Okay. okay. Just wanted to check. I was going to say like maybe one quick death isn't enough for him, but never mind. Carry on. Seven damage. I mean, you. you I heard. The, I heard the whimper and. Uh, you don't need to kill no him. Lucky's describing this. That wasn't. That didn't happen. That was um, bad, anyway. Uh, it's uh, seven points of piercing and one point of poison damage. Alrighty. Um, yeah, can you try and keep him alive? I I want to ask him more about the stars. <laughs> he kicked my dog. Shut up. He kicked my dragon. <laughs> no, yeah, if you kill him now, then you you know you could torture him for kicking your dog. See, everyone's a winner. It's win-win. fine. Shivers I mean, will just bring him back. Exactly. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> can't ask questions about my stars. <laughs> Speak with dead cat. It's okay. Let her ask the question and then you can kill him. 
Anything else in your turn, Yervis? <laughs> no, that's okay. Cult fanatics. Uh, the one who is blinded is going to lash out with his knife, not knowing what the hell is going on around him. He has disadvantage to hit your zombies, Raph. Uh, that Good. is going to be a four. I'm guessing that's a miss. Uh, I'm a class, yeah, I'm a class of eight. Yep. And that is going to be a... Oh, this one's 11. This one's going to hit. Um, can you please take off uh, nine points of health from the zombie? Let's just Oof. say it's the one closest to him that he hits to the north. So I'll mark off, I'll mark uh, off nine. I'll mark off nine. Thanks. And um, what's their maximum hit points? I think from memory, zombies are like 18 or something. I can let you know 22. 22. Okay. Yeah. When it gets to 22, I'll let you know. Uh, the other cult fanatic who is incapacitated uh, at the end of his turn is no longer incapacitated. <laughs> and the one down the bottom who has Jin's katana near him uh, is going to... Yeah, Lockie, Shana, and Mira are all nice and close together. Um he throws out his hands and you watch as this spray of dark Icarus liquid flies towards you. Uh, could I please have dexterity saving throws from the three of you? Lockie, Mira, and Shana. Oh no. That's a oh no, that's not good. Natural oh, no. one from Mira for a three. 19 from Lockie is a save. Shana, four. Oh no. Okay, Shana and Mira are taking full damage. Lizard. Lockie, you're taking half. What was that? Sorry, Shana? This isn't a spell, is it? It's a spell, yeah. Does it count as my advantage? Advantage against spells? You are you want to. You have advantage against spell effects. This would count. What type of damage is it? Uh, necrotic. Nope, nope. <laughs> is that a problem? Yep. No, 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 not a problem. It's just I don't have resistance against it. Uh, Shana, 17 is a pass, so you're going to take half damage. Uh, Mira, you're the only one taking full damage on this. I'm sorry about that. It's going to be uh, 19 points of necrotic damage. Okay, okay. That's all right. That's it's all not right. too bad. Um, Shana and Lockie, you're both taking oh. half of that, which is nine. Check out my nine. health, guys. Yeah. <laughs> nice. What's your health? What is it? I can't see it. It's nice. It's nice. Oh, okay. It's okay. nice. <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, that's the cult fanatics full go. Um, Mira, you're up next. <laughs> Alright, uh, I see him run out, and I don't hear anything from down there. There's suddenly silence. Down the way. Um, I kind of look around at everyone and go, we want him alive? I don't, I don't mind. It's all the same to me. To get some intel, I think, Mira, but personally, keep yeah. him alive. Okay. If, it, if it's all the same, I have a spell that is um, here to extract information, and I, I very much need to know more about what they know about Hadar. Understood. And then Matt can kill them. Uh, so Yervis can kill them. Yes, yes. Do you trust me? You did hit Eleanor. With, <laughs> with my life. Alright. I will throw up a wall of ice, and I will pull Lockie through it and cast Dimension Door. Oh, shit. Okay. Whoa. Nice. As Mira throws her arms in the air, this crackling ice forms into this large open doorway. And as the ice then begins shattering in the center, the image through the ice is not the room on the other side of the ice. It is the balcony. Loki and Mira step through, appearing on the balcony right next to Jorgen. You don't hear anything, though. It's very quiet. No, as you guys step in, suddenly it's silent, and there's this faint ringing in your ears is the only sound you can hear. Okay. Uh, and then I uh, will use another sorcery point to 
quicken frostbite on him. Does um, that involve a verbal component, Mira? Does it? Yes, it does. So no. Sorry. That's okay. Oh, all involved. All right, that's all I do, I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. <no>. Oops. <laughs> Oopsie. As Mira, Mira, you rush in and then you go to cast this spell, and as you open your mouth, mouth moving, no <laughs> magic is summoned, and you look down at your hand, and then there's this moment of ah, oh, fuck. That's how magic works. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. Uh, Shana. You just need it. Yeah. Shana, right, so you are up next. She's really hoping that um he's gonna be left alive, um because she very much wants to know more about Hadar. But um she's like, uh everyone else has kinda left the room, so I guess I'm on cleanup today. Um and so she's gonna start on this guy here and yep, um start sense. with Firing off Eldritch Blast until he dies, or Absolutely. she runs out of blast on the yeah, other. Roll the roll the dice. Let's have the first attack. We got Uno. Twelve is not Two. enough as it blasts over his head and strikes the stone. I am not rolling Ten. well today. Ooh. The That's second it. Blast blast strikes the stone. Twenty-one. Um, roll me some damage. Twenty-one hits as it strikes into his chest. He's thrown bodily against the edge of the barrel that he was trying to hide behind. This could be bad. Oh, 13. Uh, Shana, how do you want to do this? Nice. Can she just, like, as he gets thrown back into the wall, can it sort of be, like, like the, the force into that, like, just sort of, you know in anime when they, like, partially, like, and then they go further into the wall and it's just, like, a perfect crack around the outline? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you watch as the, the blast, like, craters him into the wall and he's, like, sort of half sunken into the wall and his head's, like, broken back as his neck is split in half. Yes. Uh, I will mark him off. Anything else on your turn, Shana? Uh, do I have any bonus actions? Not really usable ones. So I think she's just going to reposition um, a little bit closer to Yerveth and have a better line of sight than the other dude. Okay, no. nice. Anything else on your turn? Alrighty, Jin, you're up next, buddy. Oh. Oh no, I just accidentally closed roll 20 on this laptop. <laughs> That's alright. Oh, no. um, there's a um, cult okay. fanatic 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 metres away from you. 25 feet away from you, I should say. Um, 5 metres away from you. How do you want to do this? <laughs> now, give me a sec. I should, I'll be right back in real quick. Okay, easy. Uh, Lockie, do you know what you're doing on your turn as well? I do. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I know what I'm doing anyway. I'll, I'll roll through it pretty quick. Awesome. Alright. Alright, so can you please move the spiritual weapon up to that uh, closest cultist? Yep, absolutely. Your dark sword, this this katana, flies towards the second cultist. Yep. And then, oh, uh, so bonus action, make an attack with that. Uh, so that's 8 plus 9 to hit, so... That's going to hit, yes, 17. And then D8 damage. Uh, 8 to 13 damage. 13 damage is very, very nice. As this, um, this summoned sword, this spectral blade, cuts through his, uh, his armor and cloth, carving deep into his flesh, he cries out in pain. Anything else on your turn, Jim? And then I'm going to Eldritch Blast him. I'll probably move... Maybe like here to get a better view. Nice. Yep. And then I'll just Eldritch Blast him. Yeah, go for it. 
That's nine plus. That's going to hit. Nine plus nine is eighteen. Yep, cool. And then do another one. Oh, that's net Natural 20. 20. <laughs> I don't even bother rolling damage. That's enough. Whatever, because it's going to be doubled. So it's going to be a D10 plus what you roll. That's enough. How do you want to do this? Oh. You can um, roll if you okay. want for the stats, so, but it, you've got him. Yep. Oh, well, we'll just roll anyway to see. The, Let's the see, kill. Hey? So that's an 8 and a 2. So the first one's like 8 18. plus like 5. And plus 5, so 23. Five, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's he's down. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, basically the sword will come in, um, sort of come from behind, pierce through his like side where his kidney would be, and then the eldritch blast just bang bang come in, hit him square in the chest, um, and then there's just these like large crater size sort of uh, holes in his chest. And the cult fanatic drops these simultaneous attacks too much for him to handle as he just drops to the ground like a marionette with its strings cut anything else on your turn Jin? I have one more beam so I'm going to send it over to this dude to the blind guy yeah absolutely is that advantage or no uh, if he's blinded he's I think he might be let's have a quick look uh, yes attack rolls against the creature have advantage no Oh, thank God. So that's 12 plus 9. That's going to hit. Oh, bummer. That meant all my zombies should have had a second hit. Advantage. Yeah, do, you wanna, do you want to roll that now, actually? So 7 plus well, 5, 12 force damage. 12 force damage? Yep, absolutely. I'll just roll it for the two that missed. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. See if those zombies take it out. Oh, my God. Is that two crits in a row? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, yes. my God. What? Um... <laughs> The zombies, I don't even bother rolling the damage. Um, well, yeah, it has, it has rolled it. So that's a D6. So 6 plus 6 is 12, and then uh, 5 plus 6. Oh my goodness. Yeah, the two zombies, like as, as, this, as this last beam flies towards the zombie, the light triggers the two zombies, who just immediately begin flailing at this cultist. And he is just beaten to death by these two zombies as they just start striking him, triggered by this beam that is activated by Jin. Um, Jesus! Wow! It's like Walking Dead esque. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. Anything else in your turn, Jin? I'm just gonna move my last 15 feet. Awesome. Cool. That's my turn. Wow. That is brutal. Uh, next up is Loki. Your turn. Okay. Um, so I have a question. So the um, the silence field on this yes. dude. Um, mm-hmm. would, does that cover the whole balcony that we're on? Whole balcony. It's 20 foot, so it's massive. It actually extends offwards into space. Okay. Uh, not into space, right. but into the, the empty yeah. air around the tower. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, I'll go with plan B. So what he's going to do instead is he's going to uh, power up his mech suit and he's just going to grab the guy and just wrench him up and hold him up against the glass as if he's going to push him through. Shit, okay. Um, I'm going to get you to roll me a grapple check, please, which is your strength. So, yep. plus your... So that... Yep. Oh, sorry? No, no, you go, carry on. It's not strength, I don't think. It's his intelligence. Well, it's, oh, it'll, be this plus, your... it'll be this. It'll be this. Yeah, with this plus four. So what I yep. roll here plus four. Yeah. Thirteen plus, plus seventeen. Four. That's enough. Right. So he's going to hold, and, and he's going to sort of like start sort of pressing him against the glass as if he's going to shatter him through. He can't say anything oh. because he's silent, but he's just holding him there. 
Yeah. That's nice. still terrifying though. It's <laughs> pretty good. Um he although that's before awesome. you before so that's to that's to hit, so it's it's he now gets to make an attack to try and get out of that. Not an attack, but he gets to make a, a dexterity yeah. uh, athletics or an acrobatics check to try and get out of that. I will see if he does if you're successful in this grapple. Um He fucking are. Yep. Line is not gonna be enough. Yeah, it's Lockie just picks him up and holds him in the air against the crystal ceiling. Anything else on your turn, Lockie? Yeah. You say anything? Um, oh, it's silent, doesn't matter. I can't, I can't say anything. He's just going to stare at him mercilessly while his cogs tick over and he gets his um, health shield back. Nice. Uh, cool. It, it, I, I like the idea of, like, as the cogs tick, Lockie's grip becomes tighter and tighter. Yeah, <laughs> around his throat. Yeah, yeah. Like a ratchet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's not even clicking. There's no audible noise. It's just he's it's just, it's just incrementally getting tighter and tighter. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost more terrifying. Uh, yeah. Anything yeah. else on your turn, Lockie, or is that all you'd like to do? No, nope, that's it. Alrighty, Shivers, you're up. You're up last. Um, I'm gonna kind of call it here with with Jorgen grappled and silenced, and all of the cultists dead. I don't need to be an initiative anymore. So I will actually drop us out there, Shivers. Unless there was something you specifically wanted to do while in initiative. But... No, no, we're good. Okay, I will drop us out of initiative. As Loki oh. holds Jorgen high in the air. Yervith, you can feel your silence is still in effect, this this spell holding um, the words away. Jorgen thrashes against this grapple, trying to get out of it. And then his arms drop. And he holds his hands up in the air. Nice. Shana walk up to them with the, um, and sort of, as she's doing so, pulling out the stone from her um, component pouch. Yes. Yes, Shana. Yes, you can. As you and so step out. With, yep. with Lockie still um, holding him. Yes. Lockie, um, could you uh, just drop True. him down just, uh, within reach? Sorry, I've, I've Lockie, got this item. It's... You say this, no one can hear anything. But, but oh. I, I, I see her gesturing down, so it's just like... The rest of the screen will be in silence. Yervith kind of catches on what's happening and just voluntarily just turns the silence off. Okay. Oh, thank you, Yervith. So I've got this knowledge transfer stone and um, well, I mean, quite frankly, I don't believe that he'll give us the information that we need truthfully. So I was thinking now, about using it. Hold, hold and... on a minute. I Hold on a minute. I have no interest in dying here today. Never heard of this knowledge transfer stone. Hmm? Never heard anything about a knowledge transfer stone before. But it sounds similar to a brain drain. I'm not interested. You want to know information? Fine. Not married to the cult. Not what they've become with Severin. Put me down. Come inside, we can talk. I'm assuming you've killed all of my uh, subordinates. I don't think we should let him inside. I think staying on the balcony is a very good idea. Mm -hmm. Look, you're, you're right, just still holding him, aren't you? We can interrogate him here, can't we? I do not get tired. <laughs> well then good friend his hands are still like held up above his head at this point the floor is yours do you want to start at the beginning or do you want us to ask you specific questions I'm happy to start at the beginning Severin sent the blue dragon mask to Iskander and I to investigate Iskander got himself poisoned stupid enough to let one of the lower downs someone, some unknown threat to poison him got spooked 
I'm assuming that's when he sent you. And he nods at you, Shivers. I'm assuming that's when he sent you out to go and fetch the rest of these adventurers. So spit I it in his mouth. Confirmon deny this. <laughs> we are more than just adventurers. Mercenaries, then, whatever you choose to call yourselves. Severin's no fool. He knows that the cult don't follow him out of loyalty. They follow him out of blind devotion. But he doesn't fully trust Tiamat. That's why he asked us to examine the mask. But unfortunately, you tabaxi did not live up to your reputation. Your master, Depths, was unable to tell us anything anything informative from the mask. The research that you've been doing with this telescope? Research? This is left over from the mage who used to operate here. I believe his so name this was isn't yours. It's not my telescope. More no. than happy to use it. But it's not my telescope. It's created by the mage, Zonthal. Used to manage this tower. Do you know anything about the progress of um, Hadar's travels? Hadar? That the darkness that swallows stars. Yes, it's actually quite a close translation. Not heard that name before. But I've glanced up at the night sky often enough. We've been offered salvation from it. Only one god has the power to stave off darkness. Mistress of fire Tiamat. <laughs> you really think Tiamat, the most powerful of the betrayer gods? is unable to defeat this creature. Tiamat, the most powerful betrayer gods that have been sealed for how long now? You don't know your history. And he looks over at Mira, gives her a bit of a look. You are most disappointed in. How do you not know about the betrayal of Tiamat? Ah. <laughs> uh, do I know? Like, I only know what's been written in that book. Yeah. That was recently, right? Yes, that's right. Uh, I've heard the story. Indeed. She was a scapegoat, yes. If you wish to expand on my knowledge, I'm all ears, always. Tiamat was not siding with the rest of them. Asmodeus, Bane, Bar, Merkel. She wasn't interested in what they were offering. Urgul, raising dragons and dragonborn up. Oh. The original inhabitants of this land, after the giants, of course. The oldest of the races here. Made weak, powerless by their devotion to Bahamut. Platinum dragon. Dragons you see now have but a fraction of their old power. On their home plane, they ravaged the skies, broke the land, raised and fell seas and mountains. Here, they're trapped in these weak forms. Tiamat sought to free them. For that, she was sealed away, betrayed by her own daughter. Do I know Tiamat's daughter? You've never heard of a reference to Tiamat's daughter before. That is that is very much like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Mm. I... I... I haven't heard of 
that's the piece of my history missing. A mortal creature took the form of a dragonborn, holding but a fraction of her power. What happened to her? She died. Hmm. Tell us more about this dragonborn, this daughter of Tiamat. Do you know what she looks like in her, oh, yes. in her life? Oh, yes. Descriptions of her are quite specific. And the signs to look for her return as well. Uh, Owen? Yes. How <laughs> old is the body in the crypt? Really in the catacombs? Really old. Uh, <laughs> exactly what I was I kind of flash a look as if to say, do not make any... Don't. Don't you? Don't. Uh, to think, to think, this entire section of the plotline started with a random question from Mira that I improvised around, and then I have I have <laughs> rewritten so much wow. since then. <laughs> this is better than what I had planned originally. This is better. Um, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting uh, myth I haven't heard of. Neither of anyone else. <laughs> um. How is this have anything to do with? Why are you even here? Why am I here? The cults have held this tower since before Severin's corruption of it. I'm no fan of Severin. I served the cult back in the old days when they raised Draculiches, when we were allied to the Red Wizards of the Thay. We've fallen so very far. Yes, uh, we gained power. We've lost our way. I see. That's what the others were doing downstairs. The old rituals. Indeed. We've lost a lot of the magic, a lot of the knowledge. I was hoping to extract it from these necromancers when they were finished examining the mask. I see you're quite accomplished raising the dead. I think you could apply your talents to dragons. He looks uh... directly at you, shippers. I mean, yes, but but I think we would might need to make our catacombs a little bit larger. I don't think that they would fit. <laughs> so Plus the clay might be a little bit not airborne. Can't imagine that working. This is, well, I mean, they're not, they, yes, this is true. Um, yes, that would be a weird situation. Do dragon souls come back as dragons? Or could they come back as any species? Oh. You tell us. <laughs> Could any species come back as a dragon? Surely, <laughs> surely you jest. Dragons are unique. They hold slivers of power. Their souls are fragments of the power of gods themselves. Dragons only come back as dragons. And how would it be to unlock the power of dragons again if you had your way? My way? not interested in Tiamat and her games. I'm not interested in any of that. I'm just telling you the cult's dogma. You seemed interested, so I chose to share. You know, you're interested in skeletal dragons and draculiches. For what? For what purpose? For what reason? Power? You're telling me you haven't seen the power of a dragon? They got that part right. Dragons. Oh, I've seen the power of a dragon. I've seen what they've done to cities. You seem to hold the power of a small dragon in your hands, that little one. Hmm. 
Oh, yes. we're interested in the power that we can get from them. Dragons leave behind fine vessels, corpses. Seems a shame to waste them. I believe there is other ways of attaining the power that you seek, less nefarious and dark ways. Oh, I'm aware. Hmm. I then should we are at an impasse, then. I would like to add that um, just bringing things back from the dead doesn't have to be evil. Um, I, I would like to hope that I am changing people's opinions on that um, every day. Oh, no, no, Shivers. I meant no disrespect to your craft. I'll be honest, I simply... these zombies, though. They have googly eyes. How can they be evil? <laughs> of course. <laughs> they're, quite, they're quite charming, actually. <laughs> That's no, no, Shivers. Shivers, I did not mean any disrespect. I meant, obviously, with such control over the over the fallen, they is what he says. He craves power, controlling the dragons. It's a, it's a, it's one way around it, I guess. Yes, that is sacrilege, absolutely. Mm. Sacrilege, you lot are hemmed in, broken by your sense of morality. Open your eyes. This world doesn't give two shits if you're good or if you're bad. No, but the people in it need to. Why? Is everyone going to dance and sing? Do what they're supposed to. Or do you need to protect yourself in times of trouble? Uh, I, I actually like dancing and singing every now and again. It's quite therapeutic, and that's actually half of my magic. So Yeah, and I notice you still carry a dirty great sword. <laughs> Where? The summoned one that disappeared when you stopped concentrating on it. <laughs> I, I don't see any sword but I'm looking around in the room it's just because it's made of magic you and you summon any? it and disappear it doesn't make it not I know how a spiritual weapon works so when you said before that you wanted to save the world I don't give two shits about the world I'm telling you what the cult are trying to do they're convinced that whatever is swallowing the stars is darkness only Tiamat can stop it that's Severin's line. How do you think he got so many people to work with him? Fear of I really don't like this guy. I I'm starting to not like him either. Um, if if we let you live and you leave here, what where will you go? I'm not what going anywhere. This is my tower. Cultists who oh. were here were under my command. I've been ordered to stay here. I will do so. Oops try and build up a group that I can help challenge Severin get back control of my order of dragons not this rubbish with Tiamat I don't think that we can keep you alive at this point <laughs> I, I was never planning on it I'm sorry Shivers um, uh, well, luckily that's we need not to make sure to that the knowledge was complete anyway luckily that's not oh. up to you and you watch as out of his chest, suddenly appearing in front of him, bursts a drake. Very oh. similar to Eleanor, appearing as if from nowhere. Loki, can you please what make me a strength saving throw? It, it, it's summoned right in the space between him and Loki. Oh. Okay, I was getting alien vibes. Alien vibes, no. Loki, can I please have Yep, this is plus four as well. Just... 10 plus four. The drake pushes against you, Loki. You are sent sprawling backwards as you drop Jorgen. 
he throws himself off the balcony of the tower as the drake jumps over the top of Loki. Um, that is a tax of opportunity for Mira, Eleanor, and Shivers if they choose and, to take them. And me? Um, Do I get an attack of opportunity? I'm going to allow it. Obviously, because Shana was originally talking to him, yeah. would he be within range of an Eldritch Blast trio? Uh, he, he, he was until he dropped backwards off the balcony. Literally, he just leant back and then just dropped over the side. You guys didn't bind his hands. You weren't pulling him away from the balcony. Yeah, he literally just, that. as this Drake jumped out, he just needed himself backwards off the tower. Oh, yeah. uh, we're talking a fraction of a second to try and get that Eldritch Blast out. So, um, yeah, Mira, Loki, Eleanor, Shivers all have attacks of opportunity against the Drake as he summons it into being right in front of you. Can, okay. Yes. Can I look over the balcony? As well. Yeah, not straight away, but you can in a second. Alright, yeah. Um just a heads up, I have um Warcaster, so my attack can be a my reaction can be a spell. Yes. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna spin the um the thing again. I'm gonna cast uh, it's the eighteen con save. Okay, oh. I'll make an eighteen con save. Are you doing what I think you're doing? Yep. Yep. Look okay. yeah. So it's, that it's, is it's a works. that's a fail on the con save. The twenty four oh, okay. Drake companion hits. The con save so is a what, fail. All right. So what happens is um, gravity suddenly reverses underneath him. And <laughs> back up uh, the, the tower Drake. And... The Drake is the attack of opportunity, not Jorgen. Jorgen drops oh. off the side of the tower, disappears. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that, that, that's, that's still going to work. <laughs> and it's going to pull him away from Jorgen. So the Drake's going to be up on the tower, sitting next to us. And I was going to let Jorgen fall. <laughs> Perfect. You watch as Jorgen disappears. Six seconds later, the Drake vanishes. Yep. Uh, uh, as you guys peer over the side of the tower, you can see Jorgen. Like, this tower is huge. Six seconds is not enough to fall all the way to the ground, but he was fucking close. As you watch, Jorgen summons the Drake underneath him and is spread eagled on this thing as it swoops down and appears underneath him, taking off oh, as fast as it can away from the tower. That sucks. So far away is he when we get. So eyes he on falls. Him. He falls at full speed, and the Drake takes off. He's at least 140 feet, 150 feet by the time this happens. Damn. 100 feet per round. Yeah. And with that oh, acceleration really as well, coming out of dive. That sucks. That would have been cool. But the damage against the Drake almost was enough to take it out. But again, like not a problem as a Drake Warden. He can summon the Drake again. He's same a Drake Warden. Uh -oh. He is. That and my sucks. favorite bit, my favorite bit, none of you rolled a single insight against anything he said. My favorite yep. thing that you guys have done mm. is stop asking for insight checks. I love it. Please. I'm just gonna use the stone. I can just, I can just oh, yeah. lie to you, and you will just be like, "Oh yeah." You get Not caught up in the, in the law. It's like, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, You're too good of a storyteller. Oh, I'll take yeah. that as a huge compliment. Thank you. Yeah, you watch it. As we were looking. Yep. Sorry. So as we see him like get near the ground, the Drake comes. Yes. Is any of this within 120 feet of Shana? It's 140 feet by the time he, like, as the Drake takes off and he lands underneath it. So oh. as you, like, do this attack of opportunity and then run to the side of the tower and look over, he's already at 130, 40 feet as he takes off on the Drake. Five, you know, I should have got me extended range. <laughs> <laughs> as the Drake begins rapidly flying away, you can see Jorgen sort of turn back over and look, hold one hand up as a single fist salute. And then put it down again as the drink um, takes off flying away. Yes. Oh, Jim. and as I as I said, like I said, I'll go look over look the belt. Yes. 
when I did like so when I did that, he's hundred feet away. He, so as you as you run to the side of the balcony and look over, he'd be he'd be sort of rapidly approaching that hundred feet. But hundred feet? Yes. Oh, can I cast hypnotic pattern on him? You can definitely try. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hundred and twenty feet. Although he's not even looking at you, so he, I keep trying to in front of him. Of him to look yeah, go for it. Go for it. Let's give it a go. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has to roll a wisdom saving throw, seventeen. Okay, but roll right now. With the um, harp, I can play the instrument oh. while casting a spell that causes any of, any of its targets to be charmed on a sa- failed saving throw, thereby imposing disadvantage on the save. Okay, so he so he has advantage on charm effects, so that just cancels it out. So it's just a flat. Right. Roll. So that works out. And it also hits the wisdom drake. save. Was yep. it wisdom save? Yeah. It uh, hits the drake as well. It's a twenty-two. Uh, it wouldn't because the drake doesn't get summoned until afterwards. So when he's at the hundred and twenty feet. Oh, he's falling. He's falling. Um, so, he, got... so that's a twenty-one for the wisdom save. Oh, that's save fine. Speed. What I can do yeah. is, yep. if that's the case, because one hundred and twenty feet. Like, Kimberly Pen is 120 feet range. Yeah, so you can put it right down where you're sort of thinking he's going to pass through. Because remember, he's falling through the air. So as you create this spell and throw it at the very edge of the thing, he falls through it and then lands on the drake. Right. Actually, all of this is moot. He can counterspell. He's got one left. He could counterspell it. Uh, I'm going to say yeah. he does. Yeah, let's just let's just make it super easy. Jin, as you got to cast this... Clicks the finger, counterspell the the effect as the as the hypnotic pattern goes off. So, yeah, it doesn't even matter as he counterspells this uh, this hypnotic pattern. Okay. That's a great thought though. That would have been awesome to uh, to do on the tower while he was not tied or anything. I'm surprised you guys didn't like try and tie his hands or anything. I'm amazed. Normally you're so on that. Shivers is going to go back in. Forged. <laughs> yeah. I'm a- as you guys wander back into the tower, you can see that you guys are sort of 200 feet up in the air, this tower being massive, so tall, the wind buffeting around you, and you can see down far, far away the air. Oh, crap. You know what I'm going to do, Erwin? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if I really want to do this, though, to cuck him. Like, I can control weather. Okay. Uh, oh. Oh, yeah. How, how, how bad do you want to go in on this guy? Pretty bad. I'm not a fan of this guy at all. kill him. Yeah, because as he's flying away, I can literally like do control weather to literally create like a horrible like blizzardy storm. Yep. So it takes one d four times ten minutes for the new condition to take effect, and you can control it within wow. five miles. Mm. He'd probably be he'd probably reach the ground by then. Actually, he'd be, be pretty much long gone by then. I reckon. Yeah. Uh, no. So problem. so you can change it. I believe you can move it up or down one step. So at the moment, it would be light clouds. Um, it'd be cool, and there would be a moderate wind. So you could change it to a strong wind and make it cold and overcast to move them. But you can't do... Because the way control weather works is you don't just say, I make a storm! You can only move and change the weather um, a little yeah. bit. You can, you can affect it and push it through the different stages. Oh, right. Like so when you, when you change the weather condition, you find the current conditions, and you can change its stage by one up or down. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Control, control where there's not just thunderstorm. That'd be pretty cool. Unfortunately, not. Yeah, yeah, you have this kind of just going to shrug a little bit and be like, "Well, at least we have the tower, or at least this part of the tower, anyway." And he said that this is his tower now, so as long as we stay here, also, we can encounter yeah, him again. That's indeed true. And also, we've just lost him from his place of power as well. So, 
Well, at least we've reclaimed it, although I think there's one still down in the basement we need to take care of. Well, I mean, that's the one we're looking for, is it not? Sounds like it. Yeah. Chances are he might not be <laughs> alive, though. That might cause a problem. But that's his uh, Shivers' forte. That's right. Shivers, exactly. Does it matter? <laughs> yeah. I will say, no. actually, on the ground where Lockie had been holding Jorgen, you can now see an hourglass-shaped key just that had dropped to the ground out of his hey. stuff as he'd fallen backwards and thrown himself off the cool. tower. Oh, hey. Not the only the thing. The key is in, like, one of those key card things. Exactly, yeah. Small. Right. Um, this one's made of stone, though, not made of paper. A stone tile with an hourglass symbol on it. Alright, I'll smack that up. Ellen? Yes. What did his drake look like? Mm. Uh, he summoned it as a gold drake. Mm. A gold drake? Gold drake. Metallic. That's interesting. Rather than chromatic. Because I can only do chromatic. Yes, you can. Okay. Yes. It makes it even worse when he kicked Eleanor. Yeah. <laughs> Look, in a moment of haste, he described the situation. <laughs> no, that's exactly easy. what happened. Okay. Is there other, other, were there any other like differences in appearance? Very similar to Eleanor. Very, Very similar, similar stage okay. as well. Wings as well. Um, okay. Massive but bigger. wings. But about the same size as Eleanor in terms of the, the body shape, but the wings much, much larger. Much bigger. And the, right. the head and neck and tail a bit longer as well. Almost looked a bit more um, serpent-like. Okay. Interesting. Well, they did say that there was a whole lot of draconic magic that was released, same as you, Yervis. Doesn't uh, surprise me too much. That's but the draconic energy was released recently in the scheme of things. He's been a part of the cult for a long time. It strikes me as unusual that he would have gained this power recently. I think. Judging by the way he handled himself, I'd say he's had this power for a long time. Just seems his connection with his Drake. Seems strange that he would be raising dead dragons and have his own familiar. Just doesn't seem. I mean, what power does he hope to attain? What what is his end goal? It seems weak to me. Hmm. I wish we could have questioned him further. I think he was fearing for his life, I guess. Yes. So, in any case, tabs on him and his description with with your lot, Jin. They were keeping tabs on the other dragon wardens, weren't they? Um, I honestly can't recall at the moment. I think that was what the last thing we said in when we were at the council is that someone was going to follow like up the sources of that power. Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah, we did organize that. There were reports that. about yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, the Harpers. The Harpers, yeah. Anyway. Well, maybe it might be worth getting in contact with them again and seeing what they've uncovered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the very least, you can pass along information about this guy, so. Yes. They don't know already. Yes. Oh, I just sort of take a moment and think, oh, I haven't actually let them know anything for a very long time. Yet again. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, well, what are we going to do now? We have a whole telescope to ourselves. 
And we have a whole dungeon to ourselves, presumably, as well, with our target down there. And a key, hopefully, to get us there, too. Yes. And a corpse should we take... I think we should go and have a look at, potentially. Mm. Yes. Yeah, you do the remember Morgan sure saying that you'll find Iskander's corpse down in the dungeons. Mm. Yes. We should probably go have a look at that. Yes. And make sure there's no one else here. Last thing we need is another ambush. Well, if you keep popping out of the, the teleportation, tell you what, I'm never going to have one of these modern inventions in our, our place. What is I'm this? really not a fan. Elevator business. No. I want the good Stairs. old fashioned staircases. I guess technically it'd be like <laughs> yep. a televator, is how you would a like televator. it. A yeah. televator. <laughs> Stairs are far much better for your cardio and keeping fit. Exactly. They, they don't. They don't um, sneak up on you like televators. Yes, <laughs> those televators. Televators. Um, those practical inventions. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, Lucky, as you, as you look at the telescope, you can see that probably this wouldn't take too much effort to. If you wanted to remove this and mount it to your airship, it wouldn't necessarily be too much work. the The base it's on is actually designed to be lifted and moved, and it's it's the clockwork mechanism is all self-contained if you could find a way to lift this onto the airship it wouldn't be too much extra extra work Ooh. to get out of the room first well yes i mean well we can just you know i don't know blow up the ceiling or something hmm. oh yeah you could um use your giant your you know your giant her giant form and oh yeah and just lift it on it's not a bad idea actually perhaps we should come back once we're done here Mm. I even have a place. Remember that, that that gun that I tried to make that I uh, managed to slingshot off into the ocean? I, I still have the footing for that. So we can actually put the telescope <laughs> in. I'm a bit disappointed about that. I would have loved to have used that. I know. I, it was very disappointing. But what are you going to do? Big shooter thing to shoot more things. Ah, Absolutely. More about. We'll, we'll be able to harness the power of magic. But nope. I slingshot it into the ocean. Uh. Say lovey. <laughs> Um, Owen, I'm going to have a look in the telescope. I've been kind of curious about, you know, all this Hadar stuff. Yeah. Shivers, I don't know if Shivers would have any concept of what any of that is. Oh, there's a, there's a, I mean, you, your people, um, the Tabaxi and, and the, uh, the people of more sacred do pay attention to the stars. It's sort of one of the beliefs that the stars can sometimes give glimpses into the future, or give an understanding of, uh, the movements of, of time. And as you have a bit of a look through the telescope, you realize very quickly this is a very advanced telescope. You are seeing far more of the night sky than you've ever seen before. I mean, the fact is as well, it's only afternoon, yet when you look through this thing, some combination of effect of the roof or the lenses allows you to look, peer into deep astral space. And as you look and begin moving around, you begin to see some familiar constellations, some unfamiliar constellations. And again, these these almost like rivers or, or estuaries of darkness weaving through what would be bright clusters of stars. Just empty blackness. Nothing. Mm. And given my religious background, can I roll for what the fuck? Uh, you, can roll, you, can roll a religion, you can roll a religion or arcana check for what the fuck. That's, uh, that's great. Could I help him out? 
by being a sounding board. You can by also assistance. being like, what the fuck? Here are some fucks that you can examine and see if they fit. <laughs> <laughs> you may have advantage, Rafi. Roll again. 22, yeah. 15. Okay, so 22. 22. Uh, I mean, as you look at this thing, you've never heard of this Hadar. A lot of the words Shana was throwing around before, local cluster, star systems, none of this makes any sense to you, but deep within you, deep, deep within you, there is this feeling of existential dread as you stare at this thing. Something primeval, some aspect of your biology or physiology recognizes this as a threat, something to be afraid of. And you find the hackles on the back of your neck rising up as you, as a shiver goes down your spine, staring into this empty nothingness, staring into oblivion. I quickly take a step back and away from the telescope and just nope the fuck away from it. I don't, I don't think, I don't like that. I, what is that? Not a fan. Not the fan. It's true destruction. What do, what do you mean, true destruction? Well, currently, as far as I'm aware, it's a all-eating, um, goes anywhere and destroys everything. Planes, worlds, stars, suns. Nothing. No defending. Shut up. Shut no stopping up. it. What does it do when it is finished devouring? It what continues it devouring. It devours until there. I don't know. I guess until this there's is, nothing left to devour. This is just a very scientific question. I mean, you know what I'm like, science and such. When it eats so much, you know how we eat a lot and we have to expel it? Where does this thing go to the toilet. Like, where did it expel <laughs> the stuff? Scientific. That's a lot of, <laughs> lot of stars and planes that it's devoured, so... Just I mean, I've never scientific. seen it as such. But I'm assuming it uses the matter that it consumes to grow larger. I mean, well, you know, you only expel waste, and if to the being, it's not waste, it's used for growth, I would assume. But no, I've never that this is a thing... Of- something that can be killed, something physical. If it is physical, then it can be defeated. I can shoot it. I mean, if, if it's, if it's, um, if its final goal is to devour everything, if we stop it eating, I suppose, I guess it would shrivel up. Is it sentient? Could we give it food poisoning? Can we give it one of Jin's pastries? <laughs> I do have a lot. <laughs> I mean, you could. <laughs> I have played that long enough. I've killed Michael. I've killed him. I've killed him. I've killed him. I love the idea of this, like, this, this blackness, this vast blackness. And Jin's saying, hmm, I think I have something for this. Reaches the back and starts throwing pastries at it randomly. As the pastries strike it, they just dissolve into nothingness. And then after, like, the fourth pastry, the creature stops. And Jin's like, oh, I think I'm having an effect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pastries. I'd probably I'd probably at least inject the pastries with some poison. Okay. 
Oh, it's going to be hard when they're that stale. Like, well, how you can, like, get sitting there. No. Oh, we've got a plan, guys. There's like eldritch abomination that's devoured entire universes. And you just give it a bit of poison, and it's just like, oh, I've got this puppet cake I've got the rumblies in my tongue. I will leave this universe alone. <laughs> That's what you hear. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't agree. Doesn't agree. Uh, alrighty, what are you guys doing? I will just ask Shana one thing, just on a serious note. The smear is very serious. We're so serious. Um, but she'll just ask Shana because she's thinking about it. Do you think that Tiamat could, if we released her, destroy Hadar or stop it? I don't know. I'm, to be really honest, I don't actually think anything can. I think our best bet is to hide. Find someone or something, or even maybe the giants, or who knows, but find a way to hide. I don't know. Hide from something that eats everything. You move the plane. Move it out of its way, or move it into somewhere where it's already been and is unlikely to return to, but I mean, easier said than done. But mm. fighting it, I, um, well, I mean, I, we tried that. It didn't work. I mean, is there a way to contain it? I'm sure if you... Contain something the size of the universe. Well, yeah. But if, if you if you lured it somewhere where it would, um, I guess, endlessly eat, but not gain any any like, you know, volume or space or movement. I mean, I know there are, there are I don't know them specifically, but I know there are, are planes, certain planes that would go on endlessly, that are creating things endlessly. If you create uh, things fast enough, I dare say you find some equilibrium. I mean, for in the sake of pure transparency, you know, I mean, I, I'm assuming you've all sort of guessed that I'm still working with the original patron that helped, you know, try to have our plane survive in the first, my first encounter with Hadar. And we're still trying to find a way to save this plane. Um, and I mean, but at the moment, it's not, you know, there's not a lot of... Uh, progress and so I to be quite honest I was hoping I could get a bit more information out of um that wizard well Drake Warden before he flew he away. He doesn't Shana, seem interested to me. I do let me remind you that you do have a powerful energy coursing through your body that you are yet to use. Perhaps that could come to our advantage at some point. Shana yeah. still has that wish spell. Mm-hmm. Still has that wish she doesn't want to use it <laughs> Not but, even yeah. to stop her dog? Mm. Well, yes. Mm. When it comes to it, I know I'll have to because um, Lyra can't come back if there's no plane to return to. Why do I get the feeling you're waiting until the final final boss fight and then Shannon's going to be like, I'm going to use my wish spell just to... <laughs> why, do get, why do I get the feeling that's your plan? Mm. Look, well done to you. Power to you if you do. Yeah. Oh, you got 100. Um... Alrighty, well, I think that might be a good point to wrap up there. We've just hit our two and a half hours. So I think oh my god. 
Yeah, no, I think we might wrap things up there. So thank you so much, everybody, for coming and joining us. I hope you've had fun. Thank you to all the new people who came across to check us out. This is The Lost Archives. We do D&D on a Wednesday. We do Avatar Legends on a Thursday, which is uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, but D&D. And on a Saturday slash other days, we do other stuff. I do other games. Um, So thank you so much for sticking around. I'm going to play the outro, and then I'm going to take us across to raid another channel. I can see there's another Aussie D&D stream, so let's just keep this raid train going. So... Thank you so much, everybody. Stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all next time. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Farewell. See you next week, everyone. Bye, guys.